The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This beats Brexit, doesn't it? Um, Loads of... Good evening. This is the Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle will be here soon. She's just recovering from having watched A Star Is Born. Oh, my God, that's boring. A Star Is Boring. Um, Thank you to everyone who over last week... We mentioned it on the show last week and over the weekend. You know we have a fascination with Toto by Africa. We play it occasionally... Uh, on this show, and um, loads of you pointed me in the direction of this club. I think it was in Bristol that was, and it sounds like a, it sounds like a great night out. They're going to be playing Africa by Toto on a loop for the entire night. Brilliant! And then you read the story further, and if you, it, 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 they do have kind of like a submission. If it gets too much for you, you can go into the other part of the club. Where they're playing cover versions of Africa by Toto. Well done, guys. Well done. If they don't have the shitty flute version, then I want my money back, guys. I want my money back. 0344 499 1000. I'm thrilled to say that the evil, and I'm going to call him evil. Oh, hang on. Like my kids. Uh, the evil genius behind that torturous uh, and torturous event, uh, Michael Savage, is on the line now. Good evening, Michael. Hello. You're, you're, Hello a, there. you're a man after my own heart because you're sick and you're twisted. Um, high five. <laughs> high five, brother! Let me get rid of that rubbish. So what the hell is going on, man? Tell me what's happening. Okay, so uh, I'll start at the beginning just briefly. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a DJ who's worked in Bristol for 25 years. Um, over the past few years, I've noticed that Africa Toto, one of my favourite songs, song. has become the track to sort of bind the dance floor together. Um, it's become a musical meme that's just huge. And uh, I jokingly said to a friend whilst we were drunk that maybe I should start a night where that's the only song we play because it seems to be the one that gets the best reaction. And it, it just kind of stuck, really. And 
two years later, I, I found a venue who were willing to do it, the Exchange in <laughs> Bristol, and uh, linked up with a, 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 a Bristol-based charity who work in Malawi called Tamwa, and uh, and the whole thing's just snowballing. It's gone crazy. Let tell us about okay. Tell us about the charity. So who are they? And, and how, so like the ticket money is going to go to those guys, is it? Uh, yeah, so, so basically they're, they're, they're a, a Bristol-based charity working with uh, remote communities in Malawi and uh, the, uh, to reduce poverty in a sustainable manner. Um, so, so they're involved in things like uh, AIDS testing, tree planting, water purification, uh, education, uh, that kind of thing. Cool. All good things, basically. Okay. And what made you choose those, them? Um, well, I, I looked at some of the bigger charities, and and I, I felt I wanted to find uh, maybe something that was a bit more transparent. And it was just a, a happy coincidence that they happen to be based in Bristol, um, and I know people who worked with them before. Yeah, and also they're very nice people; they're very approachable. Well, that's, so. that's good. We want we want nice people. <laughs> so explain. Um, ex- so wait, tell me again. Did you sorry? Did you say it was in the, the exchange in Bristol? Uh, yes. And yeah, when is it? When yeah. is it happening? Uh, that one's November the 30th, uh, which is a Friday, and uh, the, uh, initially it was going to be five hours. It was going to be 11 till 4 in the morning, yeah. and then the other day I kind of pushed it to seven hours, yes! and, then, and then I thought, seven hours, this isn't enough, you know, so yeah. uh, uh, I'm going for 12 hours. Mate, good, because I did think five hours was a little bit wimping out when I heard it, exactly. if I'm honest. I thought, exactly. that's, that's not a challenge. That, to me, that, is, that sounds like fun. Uh, but now yeah. you're going for the full 12. I think 12's got a good ring to it. I think it'll look good on my gravestone when, you know. <laughs> and have I got this right? That, that um, Listen, I, I'm, a, I'm an old man, so I may use language that's slightly out of date. But the chill-out room is going to be um, cover versions of Africa. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, if, if you if you just type in on YouTube for cover versions of Africa, that there are there are hundreds. So, oh, I, I mean, basically, I'm going to put together a playlist, yeah. and so there's going to be no no escape, basically. There, well, I know because we had I, I mentioned when I was chatting to you on Facebook, we had a, a, a really well for me it was it was fun for the listener. I mean, we lost listeners in their droves. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we just played all the different versions we can find, and what's great is there are a load of um, like choirs doing it, and they do. The rainfall sound at the start, and they do. Some of them do really imaginative thunder by slapping their chairs. I've seen that one. It is amazing, actually. It's good, isn't it? uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, but can, can can you send me that one that you played with the with the recorders? I, I've, I, I've not heard that. Oh, one yet. mate, it's great. If you type, it, I, I, I can say it one more time on the radio before getting slapped. If you type in Africa Toto shitty flute, uh, that, that will come up, and that will that's the one you want to play when you really want to get everyone out of the building. That's on the playlist. Yeah. So are you? So were you right? So you say you're a DJ. So what? What? What kind of stuff do you normally do? Uh, well, I'm, I, I, I suppose I, I, I'm kind of into retro nights, really. So I've run seventies nights, eighties nights, nineties nights, okay. um, uh, and a lot of it's been tongue in cheek. So this is kind of a uh, taking it to the absolute extreme. Yeah. So I'm quite comfortable with this, really. The nineties are retro now, but they, they were just like last week. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's come around. I mean, if if you walk down uh, Gloucester Road in Bristol, it, it's like going back to the nineties. The fashion, oh, music, yeah, it's back. Um, now, and also, you said that this that there might be other nights like this happening. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, this is something I kind of sort of predicted. Um, so um, there are three more nights. Uh, there's going to be one in London on November the fifteenth. Oh, brilliant! Which is, which is now confirmed, and hey, I believe the tickets. 
Um, uh, uh, sorry, that's November fifteenth. Um, but I, I haven't written down the venue. But it, but if you go on Facebook, you knew you were in, coming on the radio tonight to talk about this, oh, didn't you? For crying I, out loud! I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I've got the other two though. Um, but but if uh, if people want to just look on Facebook for Totally Total Africa, right? I'm going to uh, the London one uh, and look for the London one. It is up. Totally um, Toto Africa. I'm going to I'll tweet all this as well so people can find it. Are we? And is it, so the one in London is that going on? All through the night? Um, no, I think they're going for... I think it's five hours. Um, so my 12-hour my record is, is, is... You know, if I complete it, it's going to be in the bag. OK. Um, um, but, then there, but then there are two other dates, which I'm actually going to do. Um, so there's Birmingham, December the 1st, at the Mill. Yeah. And uh, Sheffield, December the 8th, at Plug. Oh, mate. This is great. Um, I think after three, I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna duck out. I think uh, I think my sanity is gonna Dude, take a beating. I think I-, I will come and tag team you. I'm there. I'm doing it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I will c- I will come and take that baton, and I will take it to the next level. And what have people said? I'm guessing you've sold tickets for this. People have have got in touch. And go, yeah, I'm up for this. Uh, I mean, the response has been amazing. I, I, um, I, I, I've, I've barely seen a negative comment, and there have been thousands and thousands and thousands of comments and shares. Um, and uh, I think we're pretty much sold out for the Bristol oh, one. Oh, brilliant. And, um, yeah, so I think it's time to just set it free and see how far <laughs> it goes, you know? Oh, honestly, Michael, we had loads, cause loads of people got in touch last week. I guess the story perhaps broke last week and were tweeting me saying, oh, this is, this is brilliant. And we, me and my producer, Kath, who's recovering from having watched the uh, tedious A Star Is Born With Me, um, she, we were in hysterics at this. I love stuff like this. It's, you know, if you want, if you want to get pretentious about it, this is performance art that you're doing. I think so. I think it's quite subversive. Yeah. Punk even. Yeah, I, it is. It's punk. <laughs> um, so hang on. So let me just remind me, I've just tweeted the link. So the first one, the first one's in Bristol, is it? Uh, well, actually, oh, the, no, uh, the, the London the, ones before now. Look. Well, yeah, they've kind of, uh, they've kind of jumped the queue, but. I'm not being proprietorial over it. I, I think you know what? Let's just let's just let's just let it spread, you know. So, so I'm more than happy for them to go first, you know. And, and in fact, I can kind of you know observe and see how they react. Well, listen. Uh, so that one's uh, London. Uh, that's November the fifteenth. Yeah, and you're and, November the thirtieth in Bristol. Uh, yeah, Bristol's also, November thirtieth. Also, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good that they go first because if anyone dies or there is a murder or you know you you can kind of see that happen and go. All right, we need to have some uh, some John's ambulance standing by. Absolutely, yeah. Or uh, counsellors, <laughs> or, or you know PTSD. Michael, listen. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck. Maybe we could talk to you on December the third, the Monday after the Bristol, to see how it goes. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd I'd love to. I'm, I might not make any sense, but. Uh, Let's let's try. Let's let's do it. Best of luck, man, and and, um, I'm I'm sure it'll be a huge success. Thanks a lot for your time, Michael. Wonderful. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. There we go. I've just um, just said goodbye to Michael first, Michael Savage. I've just tweeted the link to that. Go on Facebook, type in Totally Toto Africa, um, and all the dates pop up. Love it. I love it. What a stupid idea, but fantastic. It's going to be one of those shows tonight. We literally got into the building at 10 minutes to 10. I've got nothing planned. I've got the Family Fortunes board game, which I bought for a fiver in a charity shop today. It's got Vernon Kay on the front. That's how old it is. Because me and Kath, as you might know, we're doing this um, board game event on December the 9th at 4 o'clock. If you want to come, 
ticketsource.co.uk. You'd be very welcome, Sam. We're doing two shows on December the 9th. The 6 o'clock show, which is a rabbit hole, and the 4 o'clock show, which is going to be bring along a board game and play for a couple of hours and shout and probably cheat. Um, so I've, I've got my eye on board games in charity shops. So we've got this. If you want tickets for that, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. I've got very little to talk about as a result of sitting through, and we left before the end, a very tedious film, which I will talk about in a second. So, uh, Dion's on the switchboard. You guys can call in tonight, as per usual, about absolutely anything you want. 0344 499 1000. 0344 499 1000. It's free for most of you, pennies at the most. You'll speak to Sam. He'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee, Songs, Catherine Boyle, Avec Talk Radio. Uncut, after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Just emailing one of the logbook holders, just to make sure that they sent it today. There's a little bit of, um, the, the logbook, there are two logbooks out there now, and neither of them have come back. And there's a little bit of a story about that, which I can't really go into. I'll, I'll, we'll wait until we've got the logbooks, and then we'll go into the story. Um, I, Michael, that we just had on, that to me is, he, he's an inspiration. That is genius. I wish, you know, I book, me and Kath. And sometimes me on my own. We take chances and we, um, you know, do risky, slightly silly shows that maybe have no point. But that is that is balls above and beyond. That is um, is genius, uh, is inspiring to play the same song for 12 hours. I love it. Makes our board game event look tame, which it won't be. It's going to kick off. You will be allowed to bring weapons uh, uh, to that. There's only about 40 tickets left for that. 40 tickets left to come and play board games with us for a couple of hours and shout. There's going to be a lot of shouting going on. 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Dion. Dion. Whoa! Yes, mate. What's the echo? What echo? This echo. Echo, echo. Is there echo now? Uh, Hello? Hello? Yes. You're here. No, I know you're there. I'm here and I'm there. Where's the echo in? Yes. 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 Well, I'm on a landline. Um, can um, you, you? Are you on hands-free? Hands free. Hey. No, I'm not. I'm not on hands-free. Could I'm just you, on my normal landline. Can you hit can you it? Hit it. <laughs> I did it just to please you. I'm not a fool, mate. All right. Can you hear me? All right. No. No. You, oh, Jesus. Jesus. There is an there echo, is echo on the line. On the line. It happens now and again. I don't know why. But, well, it is. T- I, I think, think your line is being, being tapped. No, it's not. Don't get arsy with me because your phone. Right, I'm going to cut. Getting arsy? I know. I know if my phone's being tapped. Right, I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to cut you call off. Call me back and. Th- 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 right, thanks very much. Flipping it, the attitude. First caller, you missed it last night. Mister Olbus phoned back in. He's not phoned in for eighteen months, and at the end of the call, he went, "I've had enough of this." I mean, last night was a full moon. Right, let me um, let me give uh, Dion a call back. <clears throat> it's not really worth the hassle. It's only Dion. You know what I mean? It's not like we've got a great caller. It's a vibe vampire. But let's see. 
got no, we got no one else, so we might. We got no one else, so we might as well. <clears throat> Imagine if he doesn't answer. Yeah, you're on right. Hello. There we go. It's gone. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it, it's funny. It happens that one again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, right. I um I haven't got a landline, and I keep thinking, oh, I might buy a landline, and then I think, nah, what for? What for, really? Are you there? You know what I mean? Flipping it. You never said. I, I was. I didn't know I was put that. No, we just spoke to each other. We were talking to each other. Yes, I know. And then you cut me off and I got phoned back. Yeah, by me. And then we were talking to each other again. Yeah, right then. No, I have a landline because it's free. Sorry? Oh, OK. You got one of those packages. I haven't got a package. Well, I'll pay 30 quid a month for my broadband. So I'll it's get... not free? I'll get free calls. It's th- but, well, but it's 30 quid a month. Well, it's not a lot, is it? I've got a smart TV, so I make the use of it. Okay, all right. Let's, um... Oh, well, right, Dion, G- well... Cheaper well... and Sky and Virgin. Anyway, <coughs> um... Yes. Before us, I was going to start, I had a... An ex-lady I worked with and her partner over... An ex-lady? Does that mean she's trans? No, it's just someone I used to work with. Okay, right, okay. And they come over and... Oh, I'll talk about it after, but... That Michael in Bristol... Yes. Watch this space. Why? I don't know, it's... Uh, you, you're going to kill him? I don't know, just a gut feeling on me. You know what my old job was. Yeah, you were a killer. You were a spy. I wasn't a killer. Well, you I killed. Don't... You killed as as part of your job as a spy. I didn't say I was a spy. Well, what were you? I thought you were a spy. For years I've been going around talking about having a, spl- a spy who loved me. Yeah, but that's uh, not a nice thing to call us. I just... <laughs> Hang on a minute. When did the term spy become offensive? It's like spooking that. It's... Oh, God, it's political correctness gone mad. So what am I supposed to call a spy now? An I... undercover um, I- infiltration officer? I just gathered intelligence. Okay, an intelligence gatherer. Yeah, that's it. And, and brackets killer. Hey, hey, I'm not PC, I'm just trying to make a bit. You're Mac. Okay, so what are you saying about that guy then? What, you think he's an intelligence? is going to go over to Africa, he's gathering all this money, just watch this space. Oh, hang on a minute, this isn't, uh, uh, and I don't know, Michael, so you could be right, are you saying he's going over to Africa to, to what, buy arms, drugs, what's, what's going no, on? No, it's, he's going to gather lots of money from doing these tours, playing. Yep, a lot of money, could be oh, three, oh, four hundred pounds, yeah. You get loads of money for this charity and then, yep. boom. I don't know what boom means. Means he'll be on his toes. Okay, all right. This is great. With all the charity money. Great, fantastic. As I said, watch this space. Yeah, yeah. You all read. Right. You read the remember vibe. Remember Michael in Bristol. Yeah, okay. Remember Ma- Sam. Remember Michael in Bristol. Put him down as a wrong'un. He's down yeah. as a wrong'un. All right, Dion. Um, well, what have you got for us this evening? Anyway, apart from I alerting us to wrong'uns. This lady and her partner over tonight. Yeah. And swinging. We we ended up watching Dave Allen. You know the Irish bloke? He's not with us anymore. No. Well, has he gone home? <coughs> oh, come on, Dave. I, I made myself laugh with that one. That was a good oh, one. Oh, no, yeah, all right, mate, <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Very good. I and, always feel, I always feel, dear. And everybody thought... That you hate me. No, we thought it was hilarious. It wasn't offensive. <laughs> and yep. why can't we have that sort of stuff back Well, on? you can. You had it tonight. Yes, I need because I can get it through the internet. I couldn't watch it on terrestrial TV. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen four in a bed? 
I don't think I have. It's the greatest show in the world. You seen that, Sam? It's great. So, there are four couples or individuals that all own bed and breakfasts, right? All oh, right. And yeah. a cat's got me turned on to this. It's great. And in each episode, the three couples go and stay at the bed and breakfast of the fourth couple. And they inspect it for um, pubes. Honestly, they lift up the mattress and look for pubes. <laughs> they run their fingers round um, the rims of the toilets. They well, they jo- OCD, oh, well, they're looking for, to mark them down. If they find any pubes, they get marked down. Um, so I, I hate, sorry, I keep saying pubes, and I'll stop. That's the last pube. Oh, that was yeah, the last one. Right. Um, and then they pay what they think the room is worth. And then at the end of the week... They all meet up, and they go through the ratings, and it gets a little bit tense, and then they open the envelopes and go, well, well Steve and Carol, you, you only gave us 70 quid, and that room is, is, is 80 quid. Why did you pay us, underpay us by 10 pounds? Very tense. It is, without a doubt, the yeah, greatest no. television show I've ever seen in my life. I've always got a pen and paper next to me. So what's it called? Four in a bed. Four in a bed, and they show it on Channel Four. Like they show one yeah, episode. I, I've got smart TV, so I can just click on and watch them all. Oh, well, okay, fine. Four in a bed. Well, it's like it's like <laughs> the internet on a TV. Internet on a TV, blimey! It's called a smart TV. I can. Only, I've only just started to get Channel Five on my TV. That's so stupid. I talked to you the other day. I bought the sandbar and that. Oh, yeah, the soundbar. I'm looking at soundbars. For the price, no. I'd, get, no. I'd get an optical lead. Yeah, so you got a soundbar for, like, 35 quid? No, it was just under 70. Okay, all right. And honestly, it's, it's, it's got a subwoofer, the soundbar, and the sound is just... What, what a moment for Catherine to walk into the studio, you talking about your soundbar again, Dion. <laughs> I didn't mean. Well, it don't matter. It don't matter. Luckily, luckily, Sam has left the building, and Catherine's microphone won't be turned yeah, anyway, off. Anyway, watching Dave Allen, and yes, I don't think anyone could find anything like that offensive. It's just good humour. Why are people now looking for everything to pick on? You know, well, Dave. I don't like blacks, Jews, Asians, people in wheelchairs, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, people, uh, midgets, fat people, or Americans. So I will make jokes about all of those guys if I choose to, Dion. Or Donald Trump. Thank you very much for your call. It's much appreciated. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Great to have you back, Catherine, without a microphone. Great to be back in the room. Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to Anita. Go, you, you can go on. Home if you want. Anita's on the line. Hello, Anita. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all the better for the fact that Catherine's microphone is turned off and Sam <laughs> isn't here, and I like it. Which means I could say anything. Oh, oh, balls to you, Sam. I was about to let rip with a few choice swears. I was about to let rip with, with something else. I'm very well, Anita. Got a little, if, I'm, if you've asked, I'm going to tell you. Got a little tickle in the back of my throat. But, right, okay. uh, but I'm fine. But I'm very excited today, Anita, because I went for a test today. Go on then. What was that for? For glasses. I went for a specky test, a spec test. And here's the great. Here's the here's the, here's the good news, and I'll give you the great news. The good news is, on my peripheral vision test, which is something I've often bragged to Catherine about, that my peripheral vision is excellent. One of the many right. things he brags about. Ha- guess how? <laughs> guess how? Why is your microphone louder than mine? Because it's the boss's mic. Hers is louder than mine, isn't it? Yes, it is, Sam. Um, guess, Anita, out of forty, what I scored on peripheral vision. Because you're so chuffed, 
but no one's perfect. I'm going to go 39. Oh, well, some people are perfect, my dear. I got 40 out of 40. Wow. And I got to wear an eye patch while I was doing it. Did they give you a sticker? We talked about stickers. I did say, do I win something? She went, no. I said, not, not even a sticker. She went, you can have a sticker if you want. But here's the, here's the really good news, Anita. Do you wear glasses? Do you wear glasses? No. Okay, well, Sam wears glasses and Kath wears glasses. And I'm proud to say, guys... You got a new member in your club. This guy's wearing glasses. Now, technically... You're not allowed to be in our club. Technically, the lady said... She said, look, you're long... You're short-sighted, which means you, you, you can't see a long way away. And she said, it's only, like, a little bit short-sighted. It's, like, 0.25 in one eye and 0.5 yeah. in another eye. She said, you don't really need glasses. You could get them if you wanted, but you don't really need them. And I looked at her and I went, do you know what? I think I'm going to get some glasses. <laughs> Ah, and she's thinking, ah, you know what? poser. Do you know what? I did exactly the same thing, but because it made me look intelligent for job interviews and that kind of thing, I thought it would, you know, add a bit of, you know, je ne sais quoi to my uh, face. But, so do you wear... <laughs> je ne sais quoi to your face. Do you wear fake glasses? No! I've got the same as you. I've got good eyes, but, you know, you can have some glasses okay. if you want them, kind of borderline. I'm going to introduce exactly. somebody. He's been away for a week um, uh, in, <laughs> in New York City. It means we had to have a load of jokers filling in for him, but Sam, Sam is back. Good, e- good evening, Sam. Hello. You, Hello. What's, the hu- what's that hum? I think it's just this microphone is okay. pony. Um, you wear glasses, but Cut. then you just type something on my screen that has really surprised me. So my vision's fine. It's just that I'm susceptible to migraine, so this dulls the lights on screens. <gasps> so mine, mine aren't, yeah. He's got, he wears migraines. So I'm, I'm susceptible really, to migraines, but... I'm really the only real specky four eyes in here. Well, no, because yeah. my glasses are... I think are, you are, mate. I have, got, I have actually got a prescription. So hang on, you just... What, you, what do your glasses do? They don't magnify. No, they just dull lights that come off of monitors. Dull his conversation as well. <laughs> what, well so why don't They're you just... soft eyes. So you, have you got a touch of the Roy Orbison's about you? I don't know what that means. Do you know who Roy Orbison is? Not a clue. Turn your microphone off. Get out. Doesn't know who Roy Orbison is. We need to arrange a training course, Anita, for all of the kids that work here on the classics. We Um, need to get him on the travelling Wilburys. Yes, that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. Anyway, Anita, what... uh, He thinks that's some sort of stomach complaint. uh, (laughs) You you could probably get an eye patch for that. (laughs) Anyway, Anita, what have you called in for tonight? You're already my favourite caller this evening. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I'm sorry for Dion then, because uh, nah, poor chap. You he, know. he doesn't listen. He's a loser, and he's he's killed people. That's not even a joke. He, <laughs> oh, no, it's not a joke. He's he killed a man in China, and he killed a man, I think, in Budapest. Just to watch him die. <laughs> no, uh, under okay. the orders of the Queen. Yeah, he reckons. He's shut up, man. Catherine doesn't believe that he's actually a spy. I think it's all bullshine. Whoa. Well, it is. I, I did, to be honest, because I turned my radio off because I thought I'd get told off if it was on and then blah, blah, blah. Correct. Um, and then listening to this sort of conversation, I thought, what in the name of all things holy are you talking about? For about well, I'll tell you what I we're talking know. about tonight. Here's the thing. Sexy, yeah. sexy names, right? Ooh. A- Anita is a sexy name. Yeah. Anita is a sexy name because to, to me, um, it, 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 I think of Anita Harris and Anita Dobson, <laughs> who, when I was younger, were very glamorous, older sexy women i think of anita from west side story who was the one with all the fire in her yeah. belly i thought she was great um you two are making me feel really bad because i didn't give my real name oh well now 
hang on a second. This is, now we go into another phone in. And I don't want to know your real name. I don't want to know. If you want to keep it secret, that's great. That's great. But can I ask, why did you give a fake name? If you don't mind telling us. And maybe you're on witness protection and you can't tell us. I'm not on witness protection at all. Um, my, I was, I might mention a couple of things that I suppose some of my, you know, I'm probably overthinking. I'm a good overthinker. And, you know, what if, that one person was yeah. listening and thought, and I've got quite a distinctive name. Uh-huh. Um, so if Kath, someone's listening and think, I know her name, and then she's just said that, then Kath, we've that's got, all. Really. We've, got, we've got a nut job on no, the No, 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 no. She's about to tell us something really juicy. You say you've got a distinctive name. Uh, mm. um, Sorry, I was just having a drink of my So it's Kath, I couldn't know where that slug was coming from. Is it, Kat- <laughs> is it Katrina, but spelled C-A-T-R-I-O-N-A? What are you talking? No. Try and guess her name. Is it Deborah? But it's really Deborah. <coughs> right, okay. It's in the Bible and it's shortened. That's all I can say. Esther. Stop it. She no. doesn't want to tell you. Is it Esther? Is it like a kind of... What's short for Esther? It's not Esther. Esterectomy. I'm Esterectomy. <laughs> are we, we going to play guess the name? Because I'll just give it to you and then we'll, we'll move on if you want. But, um, <laughs> oh, you've got no willpower. No, but does that mean you won't be able to tell us anything juicy? Good. Juicy, yeah. It's probably better if we just stick Mary to, Magdalene. Um, Anita. Jesus. Jesus Christ. That'll be it. That'll be the telltale sign. Okay, Jesus. Go on then. What's your. Um, what, 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 who do you, you want to drop in it? Who are you going to libel? Well, no, no, well, okay, so it, I thought, I didn't want to go too dark, but this is never a good way to start a good sentence, is it? I, know, I don't want to go too dark. Um, my dad remarried when I was, I don't know how old, but 20 years ago, mm-hmm. anyway, roughly. Yeah. Or You just would subtract 20 from your current age. She doesn't want to tell you no, her current no, age. He didn't marry. He didn't marry uh, twenty years ago. He got with her twenty years ago. Okay, so, you, you, said, you, you, you said he married twenty years ago. I can only. All right, sh- you're she's interrupting. Just, she's annoying me. Stop it. I know. I'm sorry, Ian. Uh, I'm sorry. I am annoying. Things. I'm annoying myself. Don't apologise to him. Well, you should. Can you stop? I accept your Let apology. I accept her apology. Good. I'm. Thank you. I Carry on, Jesus. Anita. Janita. Juanita. She's regretting calling us out. Yes. We've never really got on. Oh, Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, she's always tolerated me. Oh, this is the stepmom. Okay, why. right, yeah. But not, no, never, never wanted to call me her stepdaughter, never no. been a stepmom. Okay. We were, I was a, a little bit too old teenage for that. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's just roll forward 20 years. Um, we were at a significant family gathering at yeah. the weekend, and I, something really small that she did set me off. Mm. And I was staying with them in the car. I unleashed 20 years. It all came out! <laughs> in the car. Oh! Anita, can I ask, will it, will, will, what she, what was the small trigger? Right, this is... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go graphic. No. But I'm going to... You know, now you've got my fake name, it's fine. Yes. So, um, I stupidly <clears throat> managed to fall over, um, as I sometimes do the other week, and... Hurt my knee. So I've been taking Zapain. Have you heard of it? Um, no, but I'm guessing that's a muscle relaxant or a pain reliever that makes you a no, little bit... No, it's like a clock codeine. Like, proper codeine. Oy, um, mate. So, so it's, it, it, makes, it gives you a buzz, but yes. it also stops you pooing like proper sorry. But it, it does. It just blocks you up completely. So, at the moment, I'm right. on the stepmom's side. Okay, carry on. Oh, don't 
start with me. <laughs> Don't you start. What made you um, choose the name Anita? Because it just came into my head. Okay. Please, Ian, let me finish my story. Interrupting. So, I just, I just find this woman intriguing. Anyway, so we're in the car. Who well, no, I was. We were in the pub. Okay, so it was my sister's fortieth birthday. That's not a secret. I'll give you that one. Um, and. Because everything had run late, her in-laws had run late, which meant the meal ran late, which, and my dad and this woman are so anal, it's, it's hard to cope with. So they just had this thing in their head that they would leave at a certain time. Yeah. Right? And they've got a dog. And the dog had already been checked on by their neighbour a couple of times. Yeah. And <clears throat> they were getting stressy about the time. And I said, you do know your dog doesn't actually have any concept of what time it is, don't you? Factually um, incorrect, but Kelt, go on. What a dog watch? Okay, they know they know what when meal time is. They know when they know when when no, the they've sun. They've had their meals. Night time. They've had yeah. their meals. Okay, so they know it's sleepy time. They know what time their master should. Know. So, just saying. So yes. I knew, I knew the dog would be fine. Okay, right. Bear in mind, this is his his daughter's fortieth birthday party. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, and then. <clears throat> I decided before we left, yeah. <clears throat> which in the end I just agreed that we would leave because I was staying with them. I said, I need to go to the loo. And then I started giving everyone a hug. I mean, I live 300 miles away from these people, so I don't see them very often. Okay, so I started giving everyone a hug. And then this woman said, I thought you need the loo. Oh. And I said, I do. Yeah. I'm just saying goodbye. And then two minutes later... Well, I was still saying goodbye, she said, aren't you going to the loo? I bet it was ten minutes I later. Went, Sorry? So, I was just saying, I, I bet no, it, it was wasn't. ten you, minutes how later. how dare you? It wasn't ten minutes later. Honestly, it was within, it was two minutes. She was standing okay. in such a way that was, block, it was like she wanted me to walk in front of her. Oh. Um, she just want, they just wanted to leave. Yeah. When they make a decision, they want to do it now. Yeah. So I was there, and I said, okay, yeah, okay, I don't feel that you need to nag me about going to the toilet, um, because it's my sister's 40th birthday, but okay, I'll go now. Um, and then I got to the loo, and I got stage fright. I just couldn't go, because I was worried about them getting annoyed with me. And and, and this, but here's the thing, right, and I'm this, you called your dad anal, this is the actual Freudian definition of of anal being retentive. anal mm. being anal controlling your you can't control everything else you control your bowel movement yeah but it just shows how wound up they got her okay well, well yeah don't you find do you understand Catherine? you know when you just need to go but you can't because you think because of the codeine this is the problem yeah. right because i was i was thinking oh i've been in quite a lot of pain all day been in pain with my leg and you know uncomfortable but i'd been like on the go all day and my mum and my dad were both there but obviously they're not together so i was trying to be the peacekeeper and make sure everything went smoothly and it was just you know there were so many variables that could go wrong i was just maybe <clears throat> a bit kind of trying too hard if you know yeah. what i mean yeah. but anyway but it was just that last bit so all it was was her asking me twice i thought you were going to the loo oh and then because I couldn't go, I got in the car, and 20 years came out. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, and, I, can, and I then, know that makes perfect. I, I know. I can tell why. It makes sense. That stuff has to come out at some point. And also, you know, you're on a, you're on a drug that's giving you a bit of a buzz, and it's, it does relax things, <laughs> including relaxes your lips. Those things relax your lips, you know. And you, you, you bunged up downstairs, and she was being a dick. 
She was. Well, the trouble is, right, I don't know how you feel about passive aggressiveness, but I would personally always go down the line of be direct. Yep. Rather than clearly hating someone and not telling them, but they know anyway. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, I, I, you know, I do think, you know, choose discomfort. So choose resentment. No, choose discomfort over resentment. I do think, in being honest, I also think, you know, I, I, you, know you don't need to go and, you know, horses for courses. So, so, yeah. so, how long did, did was it like a long rant? And were you really going back to? Well, when I was sixteen, you did this, and then when I was yeah. nineteen, you did this. Absolutely, one million percent. Well I done. Started with you, you, you tore my family apart when I was fifteen, um, and I, I left. The thing is, I was talking to my sister yesterday, and I said I didn't even get the tip of the iceberg. Aye. I said. I need another car journey with her because um. I don't think that's happening. Yeah. How it long? Didn't, didn't, how long did it go on for? About twenty-five, thirty minutes. And yeah. What was, was what was what was Dad just like sat there stony face? Was he asking you to be quiet? No. My dad started shouting <clears> at me <throat> because immediately he jumped to he would have jumped to her defence, um, and then in response to that, I shouted back. And then she said to me, you need to stop shouting, your dad's trying to drive. And I said, I think you'll find he started shouting. <laughs> and then, I'm really, I feel bad about this one. I said, and he's a dangerous driver anyway, he's always tailgating people. Oh, I hate that. I hate, <laughs> I, I, I hate tailgaters and people hogging the middle lane. And someone very close to me was a middle lane hogger, and oh, I just no. have to sit there and bite my tongue. But that would have come mm. out at some point in an hour. You did sit in the middle lane the whole time. Please <laughs> move over. It was, it was, overtaking. You're surrendered. But you know, I thought, why are you doing that? You know, so your brain's going, shut up. You don't need to say that. My mouth had just gone. It, it was it was like um, someone had taken a plug out or something. It was. Do anyway. You, do what, you feel better? In a way, I do. But what I wanted to say on a serious note was so I got home. Got um sorry, got back to my dad's in silence. Yeah. Like went into the bedroom, locked the door. Wow. Um they went to bed and I cried and I cried and I cried for about three or four hours. Yeah. Um to the point where the dog was in my room and he kept looking at me and I thought I can't even look at the dog, so I had to put him away. Well he he wouldn't know what time it was, as you said. So. Oh no, exactly. Who cares? He didn't know that. He didn't know it was two o'clock in the morning. No. So um and then in the morning, I rang my sister and said, I just need to get out of here. There's no way that I can stay here for two nights. No. Um, and then after a lot of toing and throwing, um, she rang him and said, just get her a hotel um, wow. for the night. And then, because I was going to see my sister the, um, yesterday anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel sad about the fact that I may have lost my dad, but the night I was in the... <laughs> Sorry, the night I was, the night before, so the night it happened. Oh, sorry, I was completely like my brain and mouth have lost sync with each other. Sorry, yeah. I've got it back. Um, I was feeling like because I've got a history of um, clinical depression. Yeah, we got yeah. And I know that you're a big um, not job advocate for talking. <laughs> A big mental case, yes, correct. Advocate for talking about mental health, but yeah, maybe the others as well. Um, why? And... Why are you? Why are you telling us? And I'm glad you are telling us, and I hope you get some relief from this, and we're having a laugh, even though it's horrendous and it's it's fascinating. But why? Because we haven't spoken before, have we? 
No, and I'd wanted to. So the the, the I've got a really long. It's a long-winded way of saying. So. Oh. Um, I'd, I've, I've listened to your show a few times. I appreciate that you're an advocate for talking about mental health. When I was in the hotel on Sunday, um, I watched Bodyguard, the, the last Bodyguard. Okay. Um, and uh, and the way it ended, I felt was... Spoil- just, just, just guys, I, I, listen, I, I've never seen the Bodyguard. I couldn't care less about I'm it. Not, I'm but, not mentioning it in case people okay. haven't seen but it. Some people get pressure, so we could just, just switch off yeah. for a minute. I don't have no a go at me. I promise, I promise, I promise, no spoilers. Yeah. Um, at, there is, at the end, they touch on um, an issue around one of the main characters' mental health. Yeah. And he's going into an occupational health appointment um, and um, and saying, I, it basically ends with him saying, look, I, this is, my name's David and I need help. Okay. And it reminded me of you and, and it also kind of tied in because there was a point on Saturday night when I was... Facebook messaging one of my friends who was, you know, I was in Portsmouth, she was in Liverpool, and saying, I feel like I'd be better off if I wasn't here. Oh, no, no, no. But, that, you know, what, you have those moments, and obviously I was tired and I was stressed and whatever, but it it was a grim, grim yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I thought of, I watched The Bodyguard, I thought of you, I thought, you know, I just want to phone you and say thank you, because I think... What you do, even though you probably are a bit of a nut job, like I am too, is you de-stigmatise a lot of the, um, a lot of the stuff around talking about mental health. Yeah. Well, thank you for and that. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you're still alive. I would just remind you that you you have been taking a very powerful painkiller that messes. I haven't actually taken it since. Uh, where are we now, Tuesday? I haven't taken it since Sunday. Okay, so but, but the weekend now. when you were feeling suicidal, you were yeah. on a very powerful drug. And um, all kinds of drugs, and that is a strong one, they can make you feel, you know, crazy. They're literally crazy. They can, <laughs> make, they can make you feel suicidal. They can, you know, so, so don't necessarily take that suicidal feeling as, as, as being the way it's going to be. And maybe it was a reaction to the events and the drugs and all kinds of things. Um, are you, listen, we have to move on in a minute. Anita, thank you for your comments. Are you, are you, are you okay now? Are you out the other side now? Oh, I'm absolutely fine. Good. Yeah, I just want, really, it was, I just thought, one of these days I'll get through and I'll have a chat with Ian and I'll thank him for the work he does to keep people talking. That's all, really. Okay. All but, right. Anita, I'm yeah. glad you gave us a call. Let's, you know, check in again and just let us know everything Ooh. is going okay. And thank you for sharing that story. Okay, take care. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> oh, three, because that was his, her, his, her real name. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, <laughs> oh. Stable Girls. Oh, I'm on the end. And Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand empty switchboard. Everybody calling me out on Twitter. Well, if you if you actually got glasses, uh, why haven't you posted a picture of them? Because you're all idiots. Do you want to tell them why? Catherine? You know, how glasses work. You don't just get given them. It's not like going in like my mum does to the uh, supermarket and Sam. coming out with a pair. Unless yeah, you're Sam. You're given he those. goes to Claire's accessories and gets yeah, his. Yeah. You have to wait for them. Yeah, they make them. They don't go. Oh yeah, no, we've got we've got a plus two five and a plus five. And, yeah, we got that. Yeah, no. You pick the frames, and I've picked some very, very cool frames. They're like big round ones, 
and then the um, the bit the, uh, the the glasses holders and the handle the ear handles are like clear sort of white plastic translucent plastic they're fun they're fun glasses so i'll be getting those in about oh, next week the end of next week i'm gonna have those um and i'm gonna wear them and um all i can say is ladies and some of the gentlemen make sure you've got some clean underwear that's all i'm gonna say oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand so what i wanted to talk about tonight is why don't why am i not like everybody else it's not i'm not asking for a list because me and Kath went and saw A Star Is Born tonight. The fourth version of it, the third remake of it, um, Lady Gaga, not Michael Benteen. Who's the gentleman's name in it? Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Walsh. Bradley Cooper is in it. It's <clears> the <throat> one thing Bradley Walsh isn't in. Um, and all oh, my episode of The Chase should be on soon, I think. Oh, excellent yeah, stuff. Yeah, excellent stuff. Um, and we went and saw it, and we've been looking forward to this film. It's had great reviews. It gets five, it took cans by storm. Five star reviews. Everyone's loving Gaga. Everywhere, right? So we were excited, and yeah, all right, all right. We got invited to a press screening. I saw one of the guys that does the movie reviews for the BBC. I saw there. I saw Demi East there. I saw, saw a lot of people there. And they, there was a free bottle of Prosecco, like a little bottle of Prosecco, in the seats when you got in. So Kath put hers in a bag. I put yours in my bag as well. If you listen to her bag, it clinks. Beautiful, so I like it. Um, so they spent a lot of money on this. Well, we know why they were ladling on the booze. I mean, for us. Well, it, it is the thing. And we watched it. And um, I really wanted to enjoy it. Really, really wanted to enjoy it. And about 25 minutes into it, because me, me and Kath, I've, I've seen the Chris Christophs and Barbara Streisand version from the 70s. I've I'm seen, not seen 10 the minutes other, of it before I got bored. I've not seen the other two. I, I enjoyed the Streisand Christophson version when I saw it in the 80s. I tried to watch it again recently and I did find it really boring. Um, and 25 minutes into it, I leant over to Kath and said, I don't think Christopherson and Streisand were the problem. I think the story is the problem. This is boring. And it was... Now, with no spoilers, there'll be no spoilers here. Suffice to say, it follows the Streisand Christopherson story. I've not seen the other two, but it follows their story pretty closely. All right, pretty pretty closely. Except the the, the, the except they give him tinnitus. It's not a spoiler. Give him tinnitus, and they seem to take away the jealousy. The jealousy is what fuels. The other movies, I think, the, the the older male performer jealous that the younger female performer is overtaking them. Whereas in this one, Bradley's just, he's quite kind of sweet to her. He's no. just a bit rubbish. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was boring. And I'd love to know, if, it's getting five-star reviews. And I'm sat there, and, and and I didn't dig it. And I thought it was dull. I enjoyed bits of it. I enjoyed bits of it. I thought, I thought Cooper looked hot. I thought that um, the scenes that they filmed at proper concerts looked amazing and sounded great. And there's a bit about boozing and stuff which I dug. And also, there's a there's a, a I've spotted the bit you're going to want to freeze frame on the DVD. You get like a, a half a second of Lady Gaga stood up in the bath naked, smooth as a ski ramp down there. I was going to say it's like looking at a Barbie. Um, so you're going to want to you I might get the DVD for that. Um, I'll just buy you a Barbie. Thank you very much indeed. Um, but I'm, it got me thinking, right? I'm very contrary 
And I wonder why I don't like things that everyone else seems to like. I don't like the same music that everyone likes. I have absolutely zero interest in this bodyguard thing that people have been banging on about. It sounds awful. Whenever I see a trailer for a British drama, I go, well, this looks rubbish. It looks rubbish. British drama compared to American drama looks rubbish. So I don't know anything about The Bodyguard because I had absolutely zero interest in it whatsoever. The only kind of popular British culture I'm digging at the moment is Four in a Bed, I was which you've say, got me turned on to. Yes. But everything else, I don't like the same music as people. I don't like the same movies. I have zero interest in the same television shows. What the hell is wrong with me? Why am I different? I don't know, dear listener. Maybe, can you turn the, the, the aircon on? Sorry, it's really drying my throat. I've got a bit of a cough as it is. Thank you very much. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, um, I've totally lost my train of thought now because I've, um, <clears throat> I've, I've got a frog in my throat. I'm getting a sore throat. Get that's, some water. That's uh, get some in the news. Get some okay. in the news. Yeah, get some in the news. We're cool, man. We can make it to the news. But I keep coughing. Um, but it's just got me, am I destined to live my life as a sad, doesn't sound like, um, Robert Peston with his hair like that. <laughs> he doesn't. It's like Robert Peston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know who Robert Peston is. Of course you don't. No. He was friends with Roy Orbison. Um, uh, am I destined to live, you know, my, today, and I'll post a picture of it. My day was spent building my third set of um shelves for my records and then putting my records in there and filling it up and th- i think i need to get a fourth set and i'll send you a pic- i'll post you a picture on twitter the top row apart from like the last eight albums the top row is all monkeys albums that's insania and that that for me was was sex i was gonna say that's moving your girlfriends in that was sex was doing that and what is going to be even sexier is i'm going to do because i've got lots of copies same issues of you know the same albums but different issues like they've got the original cold gems then i've got the british original rca then i've got the 80s arista ian ian then i've got the rhino come back in the room so um so i'm going to put all those together and i'm going to set all the other artists and put all them and it's sort of my frank sidebottom um records and put all them together yes caller Oh, Thank you very much indeed. He's right. That to me was sex. Right? I'll tell you what else was sex today. This is the phone in. What is sex? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I'll tell you what was sex. Oh. Was fill- I bought a flask. Right? I bought a flask. And sex for me, I've left it in the car. Sex for me was brewing up some coffee in my cafeteria, pouring it into my flask, drinking it at the my boys' football match, even though they had coffee on, they had um, refreshments, and then in the cinema, getting my flask out. <laughs> had a nice cup of coffee. <coughs> that, for me, is sex. Dear listener, this is the phone-in from 11. What is sex? 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee, Avec, Catherine Boyle, Don La Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. She's coming in 12.35. The moonlight wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. I stop the no man along the way. Hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient melody. He turned to me as if to say, Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's Frog Leap Studios. If you want to go and check it out, and their cover of Africa. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Lacey, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. This is nice. Do you remember um, Jev? Remember Jev, yeah, the McDonald's guy. Mm-hmm. He put up a poster in his McDonald's. Um, <clears throat> him and his mate. Big massive poster up on the wall because there was a, there was a gap and he, there were no Asians being represented in the massive posters. So he got a poster picture of him and his friend, blew it up, made it look all trendy, and they put it on the wall, and McDonald's hadn't noticed. And we tried to call that McDonald's. It was there for weeks. Yeah, for ages. One of the two friends who caught the attention of millions when they pranked their local McDonald's has told the BBC he wants to push uh, Asian representation further in TV in Hollywood. Jeff Marivilla, 21, added that the past few weeks have felt like a dream. On the Ellen DeGeneres show last week, the men were, there's two of them, were each presented with checks for $25,000. What, a month? Yeah, we go. There we go. On the Ellen DeGeneres show last week, the men were each presented with checks for $25,000 from McDonald's and told they would be starring in a marketing campaign. Oh, good for them. Frustrated by the lack of Asian people on the marketing posters covering the restaurant, Jev and Christian Toledo took matters... That's a great name, Christian Toledo. Took matters into their own hands. The pair took a photo of themselves, um, added the McDonald's branding and hung it on a bare wall in their local restaurant in Texas. The fake posters went undetected for two months. Uh, Loads of outlets covered their stories, including us. 
I got on the uh, uh, the question remained how McDonald's would respond to the poster. Appropriately, on the fourth September, Jeb discovered its fate while whilst eating at the very same restaurant. I got a call. Uh, have we still got Jeb's number? Yeah. Do you want to go and see if we can get him a call? He he can tell this story better than me. What time is it there? Like three. Right, let me just get on going. See, see if he's around. Just tell him we're chatting about it, and if not, I'll read the story out. But it'd be nice to have a chat. We we spoke to him. Let's see, we'll get him to tell the story because this is great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Lacey. <clears throat> Good evening, Ian. How are you? I've got a little tickle in my throat, but I'm doing all right. How are you, Lacey, baby? How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you very much. Really well. What's happening? What's happening? Well, my appeal went my way. Oh, brilliant! Yep. Um, so everything is uh, back in order. All right, so li- for those who don't remember, um, you were the lady, and we spoke, I don't know, four months ago, something like that, four or five months ago. It and was, yes. You were struggling because your benefits have been you've been reassessed your benefits and you were told nah you're not getting anything is that right yeah that's correct yeah. and you called us and you were desperate you were desperate because um not only were you hungry more importantly your four cats were hungry it's, ian they were starving of course and i'm not and i'm not as a cat owner and a cat lover i wasn't having that lacy so you know you you boldly asked if i'd do a little tesco shop for you and we did on the show we had a bit of a laugh um and we 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 got you a you know a few days worth of shopping we got the cats load of food um and we haven't spoken since and it's funny enough me and kath were talking about you <coughs> excuse me the other day and wondering what had what had happened so what has wow. happened well, I wanted to ring in on your show, but your show has been so funny lately, it's not been the appropriate time no, uh, uh, due to the things that you've been discussing lately. <laughs> we can talk about I, anything, anytime. It goes all over the place. But bless you for feeling it wasn't appropriate. Go on. Yeah, so uh, I just, no, I'd just like to uh, ring up and especially like to say thank you to uh, Catherine. Um uh, for getting in contact with my MP yep. because he really did well with yeah I can't say too much obviously on air no. but yes it, so you you got your benefits again yes has it been backdated to when they stopped it yes oh what are the cat the cats are dining on the finest hams oh, from my, around the, the world one. oh Ian my cats. They're on tuna, salmon. Good, good for them. Oh, I'm so, I'm so pleased. And when did this get sorted out? Was it recently? Um, it was at the end of July. Oh, okay. Oh, we're flipping out. All right. Well, you've been, you've been li- living, living the high life. Oh, mate, I'm so pleased for you, Lacey. That's absolutely, absolutely um, brilliant. And and Kath is a good sort, and she yeah. is great at, at kind of chasing people up and giving them a nudge. And she knows exactly who to speak to. So I'm thrilled for you. Hey, well, Kath, yeah, I mean, Lacey's yeah. got all her benefits back. The cats have been backdated. The cats are eating tuna and salmon. They're living the uh, the high life. There you go. She just punched the air. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> no, all the best, Ian. Oh, and bless I you. I should go back up to bed now and carry on listening to your show. Bless you, Lacey. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, You're I wonder what happened yeah, to Lacey. Yeah, we go. And she said thank you yeah. for, for speaking to the MP 
It's all been, but it's been sorted since July. I suspect she's been drunk since then, celebrating. Um, but, uh, yeah, the cats are, uh, uh, enjoying themselves. She's fine. She sounds a whole lot better than when she called in. Yeah, so that's brilliant. Jeb's on the phone. Oh! He's on his way to a wedding reception. Oh, so he better be sharp. Oh, Jeb, Jeb, Jeb. Bless you, brother. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm really, really good, man. Listen, well, thank you. We won't keep you long. Someone just tweeted me the update on the story. You, you and um, you and uh, 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 Christian, isn't it? Christian, yeah. You, you went Christian, on the yeah. Ellen DeGeneres show. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> go on. What happened? Someone just sent like... me the clips. So we're about to watch it. But go on. What happened? Oh um, well, uh, I don't want to spoil it because I, I mean you guys are gonna watch it, but like it was insane. They shit. They uh, flew me and Christian off to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, and then we 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 went on show with them. It was crazy. Like I, I skipped school for two days just for it, and I had to keep <laughs> it a secret pretty much from yeah. like my my classmates, my friends, and even like the professors at times. So I I told them I had a very important interview in California, but in, in reality, like it's it's Ellen. So it was insane. I I, I couldn't contain my excitement, you know. And what is this? Because we're reading the story. What is this? You were dining in the restaurant that you put the poster yes. up in and and um someone really high up in mcdonald's gave you a phone call is that right yes it's correct it's kind of funny because um it was me and my friends my friends wanted to see the poster in person so we ate at that mcdonald's and luckily like i guess the corporate office called me and i got scared and like the first thing i asked them was if i was in trouble <laughs> and luckily they said that they weren't <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and that's yeah, they they said that they loved it and they're they're all laughing about it over there. So I'm really happy it, it worked out for them too. And you're gonna be um and we well, listen. We've revealed the fact that you got shed you got twenty five thousand dollars each, which is which is amazing. Yeah, um, it's insane. What, what, what was the I, first I thing you bought? That. A Burger King. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually did buy food first because I, I was hungry after the show, but. Uh, <laughs> actually, most of it's actually saved in my savings account, and yeah. then a portion of that I'll be spending more on video equipment because um, I'm into media production and I want to be up there someday in Hollywood. Yeah. So having some equipment will actually, like, hopefully help with my video skills. And, and are they going to feature you? Uh, is, have, I got, have I got this right? They're going to feature you in like advertising and stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, they they revealed on Ellen that me and Christian will be in a marketing campaign with McDonald's, and I it blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? Are you serious? Like, are you sure they want us? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest though, uh, Jeff. I think there are, I think there are too many Asians involved <laughs> in the McDonald's marketing <laughs> campaign, guys. You step down. Let us let us white middle aged guys. Have a crack at this. <laughs> Jeff, I'm... Um, um, Try it out. Go, go ahead. <laughs> They've been trying <laughs> it out for years. And, uh, and maybe you'll get it too. David, uh, Jeff, uh, honestly, so, someone's literally just sent me this and I was reading the story out and I went, well, let's see if we can get the guy on himself. Brother, I'm so thrilled for you. We're going to watch the clip in a bit. I'm so thrilled that this has worked out. I really, really hope that... You, that I'm joking about the Asians. I'm really hoping that, it, it, you know, there is more <laughs> diversity in McDonald's. Uh, and I'm hoping that this is just this, the first step in, in, the career, in your career of choice, brother because you deserve it you're, you're imaginative you're 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 a, you're a good person and you're funny and you deserve you deserve a break man so i uh, fingers crossed whose whose wedding reception is it who's getting married 
Oh, it's actually my uh, friend's parents' wedding reception oh, there. Uh, like, Holden. They, they just renewed their vows, and oh. they asked me to be a videographer. Oh! So I'm, I have my camera ready, and I'm, I'm getting ready to go film for them. Working. It's going to be great. Jeff, <laughs> listen, have a lovely, lovely day, and um, uh, I'm Thank so pleased so for you, man. Thanks a lot for coming on at short notice. I really appreciate it. Of course. It was such an honor. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bless you, man. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. What a nice guy. What a great story. A nice guy. Go on, thank you. A nice guy getting a break. When does that happen in the, you know, all the news going on? Well done, Jeff. I'm so thrilled for you. Katie just sent me the clip. So we'll play Jeff and Christian on uh, Ellen's show after this. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, right? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Loads of people are thrilled about Lacey, as we are. That's great. Well done, Kath. Um, and loads of people pleased about Jeff. Katie just sent me um, a link to the uh, them on Ellen. Should we have a little? Uh, yeah. Let me go to the, the YouTube page. If you watch my show, you know that I love pranks. I like uh, I like scaring people, and I and I like making celebrities wear an earpiece, and I tell them to say things, and they can only do whatever I tell them to do. I love hiding Andy's. I, no, I like Ellen DeGeneres. How come she looks about twelve now? I mean, she got very short hair there, but I mean, the the, the sitcom. When was that? Fifteen years yeah. ago. So she's been doing this for a while. She looks about twelve. Do you years know what old. I think it is? Honestly, she doesn't wear loads of makeup. Yep. She's never messed with her face, yep. and she's not gone for that kind of super suntan thing. She's I like her Ellen. skin. I like the sitcom. It was in a bookshop, wasn't it? Set yeah. in the bookshop. Um, and uh, I don't really see much of her chat show, but it's huge in the states. It's lovely. It's a real feel good thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, let's have a little bit more of this. Go on. Phone and watching him have a panic attack, and. <laughs> Anyway, I know a great prank when I see one, and recently I saw this tweet. These two friends made a huge poster of themselves, hung it up at a McDonald's, and it stayed up there in the restaurant for two months. McDonald's had no idea until their tweet went viral. And I saw that, and I was like, that's a good prank. Bring them to me. So please welcome. Isn't it funny how everybody now, myself included, Ellen probably a little bit younger than me, I would guess, similar age, everyone now says... And I was like, I was like, no, I wasn't like, I what I said. And I was like, we've got to get them on the show. No, I wasn't. I said, I've got to, I said, I've got to get them on the show. I was like, I've got to get them on the show. What's wrong? Right. You said that she's a bit younger than you. No, no, she's significantly older than you. Go on. She's 60. Shut up! Ellen DeGeneres is 60! Uh-huh. Ellen De very generous. 60? 60. 60. Sixty. She's sixty. Flip Sixty. Wow, that is incredible. Uh huh. She looks twelve. Twenty-sixth of January, nineteen fifty-eight. That makes her sixty. Welcome, Jeb and Christian. First of all, congratulations that you got away with this. It is crazy. So, how did you come up with this idea? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Christian and I, we actually go to that McDonald's. We were just speaking often, to him. And we, we sit in front of the wall where the picture is at. And right. we sit there pretty often. We look up and it's, it's right, this blank this wall. Let's get yeah, to, so it's uh, kind of like an. 
years, and then we looked back and we see to see if mm -hmm. it was good. And we I mean, kept doing this cost you some money. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So then you're just, we, house. We made we a know feedback. the story. So Asking any questions? Nope. There's video right. of them putting it, on, which is great. Well, I can't believe no one noticed that. Because <laughs> I didn't know if I was or not, and I want to make sure I wasn't, and right. he said that I wasn't. So that's right. all that matters. Um, <laughs> and when he told me, I was like, when, because there was an event, right? Yeah, there was an event that was planned, um, and he invited both of us to go so over this is the, to the guy from McDonald's that restaurant, about. yeah. And when he told me, I was like, maybe this is a trap, and maybe yeah. I'll yeah, be a trap. Uh, but no, like the event was actually a, a great thing that happened. We uh, they invited us to go over there, uh, so we they're gonna actually take down the poster, um, but they're gonna renovate their whole mm -hmm. restaurant. Like their renovation was planned like months before the poster. Right. Before there. this whole idea mm -hmm. came to up. Show to show more diversity, which is a, this is what you brought to their attention. Yeah, and That's... Crazy Rich Asians was a really big influence on me. It really right. pushed me over because I watched the movie three times. Yeah. It's insane. So yeah. we wanted to be like crazy middle class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys are funny. Thank you. Well, you These that's, guys that's are the good. Movie, crazy middle class Asians. Right. That's We're great. the stars. Uh, <laughs> or maybe uh, lower middle class. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, I have a couple of surprises for you. So, uh, we, first of all, uh, we, here's our billboard outside. My, my, this is me, and then we oh. did this. Oh. <laughs> She's put the billboard of the two lads so, up. That's great. Yeah. Good for them. So, second, I want you to uh, try to sneak this into another McDonald's. <laughs> this, is, oh. yeah, this is some fan art. A, a viewer named Tom sent this to me over the summer, and uh, I shouldn't keep this for myself. I, this should go somewhere else. So, you're going to sneak that into a McDonald's. It's horrendous. All right. And finally, McDonald's loves customers like you, and they're committed to diversity and want to represent all their customers, so they're going to use the two of you in a marketing campaign. Oh. And since... <laughs> no. Are you sure? Not only that, but since you're in a campaign, they need to pay you, right? So you're each getting a check for $25,000. Oh. <laughs> Giant checks. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. That is great. Well done, those guys. Good for them. They're going to be stars, man. They're funny. They're funny guys. And they're charming. Yeah. Oh three, thank you, Katie, for tweeting me that. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome to. Um, <coughs> I got a sore throat. I don't know. Um, can I read? I, I saw this story yesterday. It's quite a heavy story. Can I read it? Go on. And then we'll play Family Fortunes board game. Okay. Let's. So, so the, talk about clunky gear changes. I just saw this yesterday, and I saw the headline. I thought, oh. It's quite heavy. Go on, then. All right, so the headline is, this is in the New York Times. Two-year-old boy with deadly cancer gets an early Christmas from his neighbours. Oh, no. Isn't it? This is going to end me. Isn't, isn't it? it? And there's a picture of a young lad, uh, Shiloh Allen, holding her son Brody on two on Friday outside their home in the suburbs of Cincinnati. Um, and there's Christmas decorations everywhere. This is going to be heavy, so bear with us. Then we'll have a break, and then we're going to play board game of family fortune. So he's got that. That's coming. That's what I'm tapping there. We need to see if it works. Five weeks ago, this is sad. Five weeks ago, Brody Allen's parents were told their two-year-old son's rare form of brain cancer meant he had two months to live. Oh. 
The boy's family realised he probably wouldn't be able to enjoy one more Christmas, so they decided to celebrate early, putting up a tree and decorations, and their Ohio neighbourhood followed suit. In his mind, it's just Christmas, said Mackenzie Allen, 21, Brody's sister. He woke up one day and the Christmas tree was out. He doesn't know it isn't really Christmas, he's just enjoying it. Um, Brody's health has deteriorated, so he no longer has the energy of a toddler or the use of his left arm and left leg. <clears throat> he likes to be outside, so he often sits outside in a red radio flyer wagon, a blanket thrown over him. Uh, oh, this is going to set me off. And a hoodie pulled over his head while his siblings pull him around their neighbourhood in Coleraine Township, a suburb of Cincinnati. There he can see an inflatable Minnie and Mickey Mouse, a snowman, <clears throat> Santa Claus, and a Christmas tree on the yard of Barbara Elliott, a neighbour whose home is one of six in Alan's cul-de-sac that has been decorated for Brody. Imagine, imagine doing that. If, if, if you knew that was going on, you'd, you'd totally be out there going, yes, right, what can I do? Of course you would. <clears throat> I offered Mrs. Allen some pull-ups that I have my grandson, who's not potty training. She said they weren't going to bother with potty training Brody because he had cancer, Ms. Elliot, 74, said, describing what she had heard from Brody's mother. It broke our heart, Ms. Elliot added, her voice cracking. So I said to my husband, we got stuff, let's decorate. Brody's family first learned he was sick after he complained in May about being dizzy. A doctor said it was probably an ear infection. Oh. The family was sent to Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center for further tests, which revealed that Brody had four embryonal tumors. <clears throat> so I'm coughing as well as choking up. This is not good. With multi-layered rosettes. Um, oh, man alive. One on his lower spine, one intertwined with his brain stem, and two behind his pons. I don't know what his pons are, but Ms. Allen, his sister, said, it's extremely rare. It doesn't respond to treatment very well. His father, Todd Allen, 45, said it was a very aggressive brain tumour that he had from birth and we had no idea. He added, it was in him all along, just a part of who he is. Um, the hospital, which has helped pay medical bills that Medicaid does not cover, gave Brody the most aggressive chemotherapy treatment it could. It was not effective. One of Brody's tumours grew by 30% and he developed a fifth tumour in his brain. Using radiation to treat the tumours was not an option because Brody was so small. It would just end up hurting him, Mr. Allen said. There were no other options for Brody, so the family set out to keep him happy. Oh, blimey. This is tough, isn't it? <clears throat> they tried to treat it. Uh, tried to treat and it failed, but they gave us a family, Mr. Allen said. Those nurses and doctors loved on Brody like no one else. They are just part of our family. The Allens settled on having um, Christmas in September for Brody, but soon realised they needed more decorations. There aren't many for sale in September, so they started a Facebook page called Team Brody and asked neighbours for help. Oh, this has set me off. I, I was willing to buy the decorations from them, but so many were donated, Mr Allen said. Ryan Simpson, 34 who said he is known as the Christmas guy amongst friends, was tagged in the Facebook group. When I showed up, <clears throat> I really did not know what I was getting myself into, he said. Mr Simpson appeared at the Allen's door with a plastic bag filled with lights and decorations and helped the family decorate inside and out. Oh. <clears throat> Gosh. Excuse me. Um, 
When I showed up um, that day, Brody was outside in a red wagon and his sister was pulling him around, Mr Simpson said. I handed him a little gingerbread house with gumdrops on it and it kind of spoke to him. Mr Simpson went back to the house to add more decorations four days in a row. He also helped neighbours decorate their houses. My next door neighbour... Oh dear, look. This will get you. My next door neighbour, who only speaks Spanish, took down all her fall stuff and put up snowflakes and poinsettias and did garlands on her fence and lights, Mr Elliot said. Ms Elliot said. When Brody saw it, he couldn't believe it, Mr Simpson said. He has been very animated. People have also sent Brody gifts and snacks. He has a feeding tube, but he likes licking the sugar off sour straws and sipping blue Gatorade. We got 25 Christmas cards yesterday, Ms Allen said. The community is now planning a Christmas parade for Brody. We needed to get involved because he lives in our neighbourhood, said Amanda Beckman, 34, who reached out to the Facebook group. We just wanted to do something to make this really special for them because they're going through a hard time. The parade is scheduled for September the 23rd. When is that? Is that today? That was um, two days ago. Sunday. Um, it's scheduled for September 23rd and will feature Santa Claus in a fire truck, carolers and superheroes. Some people just wanted to drive their cars in the procession. Everyone wants to be a part of it, Ms Beckman said. Brody has good days and bad days, but with these efforts, he has a lot of good moments. It's emotional. Oh, God. Flip it, heck. <clears throat> ah. Can you find the Facebook page in a minute? Let's let's reach out to them and see if anybody wants to come on and let us know how amazing this parade was. Doesn't have to be one of the family. It'd be great if it was, but you know you understand why that might be inappropriate. But see if anyone wants to come on at some point later in the week, just let us know. I bet it was incredible. It's emotional because I know this will be his last Christmas," said Brody's mum. It's really hard. But I love seeing the joy in his eyes, she said. We did it to make him happy. Well, that's us all set off here. That poor baby. Oh, dear, that baby and that mum and that dad and the sister. And the, I, didn't, I deliberately didn't read the story before. I, I just saw the headline and thought, oh, we'll have that. Because it kind of fits into our ethos of celebrating. And also, Kath and I have been talking a lot about the community that we are creating um, or has spontaneously created around the show. And um, and I just thought that was a lovely... Just the headline. Two-year-old boy with deadly cancer gets an early Christmas from his neighbours. And I saw a picture. And that was all I saw. And I thought, well, that just shows the power of community, of neighbours, of friendship, of love... Of the things that we can achieve as human beings on a micro scale that are so much more important than flipping Brexit, man. So much more important than Theresa May. So much more important than Donald Trump. So much more important than the bodyguard. So much more important than all of this. Well, bodyguard brought a lot of pleasure for people, actually. So put that to one side. But all of this negative, dark stuff that is out there, right? And yet, a load of people in the street, I'm guessing they maybe don't talk to each other that often because we don't talk to our neighbours. One of them doesn't speak English. But a load of people in the street can make such a difference in a two-year-old boy's life, in his short life that is ending. 
that they can go, you know what, it's September, but sod it, we're going to put some decorations out, we're going to send cards, we're going to get presents, and we're going to make, you know, people just wanted to drive their cars in the procession. You would, wouldn't you? Um, Just to make this two-year-old boy's last few months a little bit happier by giving him a Christmas. Good for them. We'll see if we can get someone on from the street, from the Facebook group at some point. It doesn't matter if we don't, because the story's there. The story is love. The story is community. The story is appreciating those people around you. Um, And on a tiny, tiny scale, on a micro scale, it's a street, it's a cul-de-sac. You know, it's one boy. All of this was done for one boy it's also done for the mum and the dad and the sister as well i get that but it's primarily done for one boy and um without you know want to dis- wanting to disappear up our fundament that's kind of what we're trying to do on a slightly less you know death is not necessarily the end result but i guess that's kind of what we're trying to do on this show it's in our head because we gave a talk at this radio thing last week where we talked about community and 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 i, I thought it was appropriate to read the, in fact it's 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 funny that lacy has called in we've spoken to the lad with the mcdonald's thing because someone tweeted me the update to that story 20 minutes ago and so this kind of ties in with that story and and Anita who phoned in earlier, but this kind of ties in with with Lacey and with with the McDonald's guys, because um, the power of change on a micro scale. All right, we did a bit of shopping for Lacey and Kath, you know, nudged the MP, but I bought her a bit of time by getting her some cat food and some soap. Kath nudging the MP got her, a, you know, helped set a chain of events into motion that got the benefits. McDonald's lad was 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 disappointed. Um, by the amount of representations of Asians, so made a brilliant, I would call it performance art, you know, a, a, an art installation, um, and has now kicked McDonald's up the backside. Of course they're doing it because they're getting, a, you know, McDonald's are doing it because they're getting a load of good press. Great, good. But it's kicked McDonald's up the backside. They're going to feature Asians more. And, and now he's got $25,000 to start his video um, editing company. It's great. And a load of people in the street put up some Christmas decorations to make a two-year-old boy happy. So I guess what I'm asking is, what can we do, man? What can we do to make our community, and whether that community is your street or your house or your ne- you and your next-door neighbour or the people that listen to this radio show, what can we do to make it better? There's no answer to that. You might have one. I haven't got one. Uh, the switchboard is empty. When we come back, we're playing the Family Fortunes board game 0344. 499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. I've just tweeted that story, if you want to go and have a look at that. I'm going to suck on a... a, a, um, uh, Hang on. A cough sweet, if you don't mind, because I've got this frog in my throat. 
And um, I know it's not nice for you. 0344-499-1000. You can call in about... Did you find the Facebook page? Yeah, I'm just writing a post. Beautiful, thank you, thank you. Let's see. It doesn't matter if we don't, but, but just let them know that we thought it was a beautiful story as well. You know? I've just said that. We're so very touched by yeah. such beauty and kindness in the face of such a tough situation and wanted to send love across the Atlantic. There you go. Fantastic. Um... So, look at this one. I got this. This is a fiver. This is the best fiver I've ever spent. It's in a very expensive charity shop, right? Where I live. There's loads of charity shops, six barbers, and loads of charity shops. And some of them are really good, good value. Some of them are really expensive. I t- this this shows how expensive this shop was. They had one of the biggest selling albums on vinyl, <clears throat> original pressing of all time. Paul Simon's Graceland, right? Sold fifty million copies of that. So that means there are loads out there. How much do you think they had it on sale for, Catherine? Uh, Paul Simon's Graceland. I mean, it's a <clears> classic, <throat> isn't it? It's a classic, and it was one, the, one of the biggest selling albums of all time. So there's loads of them. Right. Uh, eight quid? 20 pounds. What? Okay. What? Could you move your phone away from that microphone, please? Is it me? Yes. Right. Well, this is weird. So this is the... This is the it's Vernon Kay era... Um, family fortune, so a little bit naughty. Um, we've got a stand here with things, right? Okay, okay, we've got the buzzer. This is what we so. Kath and I, December the 9th, six o'clock, we're doing a rabbit hole in London. There's only eight tickets left. There's only eight tickets left. Wow, and um, they sold so quickly. We thought, well, I wonder if the venue's free for the two hours before four till just before six, and it is. And so I said, um. <clears throat> Maybe we should see if we can do a show there, but I don't really want to do another rabbit hole. That feels a bit obvious. I've, and I said, I've got an idea. I've just got a vision of people playing Twister in the middle of the room. And this is what a great producer and a great co-host and a great friend does, is they take your idea and they, they just push it, nudge it a little bit further. And so Kath said, well, how about if we just took in a load of board games and everyone came in and played? You know, like the end of term. Yeah, she said, like the end of term, that was it. And I sat there... And normally I poo-poo Kath's ideas, and I tried to think of a way, a reason to poo-poo it, and I couldn't. I went, do you know what? I, I think that's it. So we've booked it, four till six, four, well, four till 5.50, because then we've got to get ready for the rabbit hole. Um, it's only a tenner. Um, we're going to have a, an afternoon where we all bring games. They won't all get played, so don't be offended. It's gonna. We might not see the game through to the conclusion. If the audience get bored, they're going to tell us, and we'll swipe that game off and bring something else up. Um, and you're all invited if you buy a ticket. Um, and we've sold, we sold like 35 tickets for that already. And we're going to have a smaller audience. There's going to be about 70 people there. So we've got room to make a bit of noise and make a mess. Um, so we've sold half the tickets for it. It's a tenner. If you want it, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. It's going to be a mess. Can't guarantee um, you'll be any entertainment value out of it, but we'll have a laugh. Hang on, Sally's on the... Uh, the line let's um good evening sally hello hey your mum's fit what a great opening (laughs) line to a phone she said that posted a picture of her mum did you see it no yeah because she called her elderly and an invalid well i mean she's old but she's um she went on about it all weekend did she fancy me (laughs) 
<laughs> Lucy, are you going to be calling me dad? This is great! Shut <laughs> Okay. Um, well. I need cheering up, so. Okay, right, well, fine. We're going to play Family Fortunes. How okay. Do we, how do we play it with... Oh, that flipping smoke alarm. Turn yeah, it off. I know, it, I can't. It, it, they're coming round to replace it. it it's old. Like your mum. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, right. I, I, okay. okay. You know what, to be quite a stoke care, I've fallen out with her, so... Oh, really? Like, well, because she loves yeah. me? No, because her, her new boyfriend's a complete and utter knobhead. Okay, well, her next one's going to be going to be a celebrity. Right. <laughs> so, did you squeal then? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my inner monologue seeping. Right. So, got, so we've got family fortune, all-star family fortunes, board game instructions. Preparation. One, one player is the host, that's me. Mm-hmm. And the remaining players, that's you and Kath, are in two teams. Right. Okay. Set up bo- the board with the front side facing the two teams. Turn the electronic unit on. That's on. Right. <laughs> player. One player from each team is selected. So that's you, Kath, yep. and that's you, Sally. Yep. These two players prepare themselves for the first question and sit by the team's buzzers. Oh. Right. So you 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 all have to make a buzzing noise. Have you got anything that buzzes there, Sally, that you could <laughs> you can activate? Have you? Have I you? do, but I, I do. Use it. But... Use it. Oh, that'd well... be funny. Use it. Oh. Use it. Use <laughs> it as the buzzer. I mean, how loud is it? Use it. Well, no. It, have it, it, no. Is it a proper tooth rattler? Can I not just go beep? No. Or something? No, because oh. that will confuse up. We'll confuse up with the smoke I... alarm. Yeah, but no. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll, I tell you what, we'll play some adverts while you go and get your vibrating thing. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. This is why I love this show. We've gone from a woman who had her benefits cut wrongly and couldn't afford food to a young lad who's who's dying two-year-old lad who's dying to a woman who's going to be using a vibrator as a buzzer so we can play family fortunes <laughs> this is why i love this show sally <laughs> have you got it you, do, yeah do you the, want to hear it yeah now is it in what are we going to oh, hear the, stop are we it. hearing the buzzing or a moan i don't know what is it Flipping heck, Sally! What are you doing? Drilling the road? I think you've confused. I think you've confused a sex toy with a whisker. That is outrageous. You can beat Gosh. up the eggs with that. Make a meringue. I think that's the point. I think that you'd be spinning on top of it. Right. Okay. Right. So, Kath, you've got the you've got the buzzer there. You test your test. Is that one you plug into the wall or what? What's going on? There? No, you, I think you plug it into the. Oh, right. Yeah, I get the idea. Right, Kath, test yours. Okay, uh, uh, Sally, t- test yours. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my my scooter. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Both both are a ride, different ways. So I'm. Um, I'm go- right. Okay. This is. Are we going to play Family Fortune? Hang on a minute. Well, let's get the let's get the music, dude. For crying out loud, um, Family Fortunes theme. Oh, that bloody thing. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Waving, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do the double hander. I want to tell him. 
And she can only use one hand. <laughs> For obvious reasons. There we go. Right, that's enough of that. Right. So, <laughs> so, no, so you've got to buzz in if you know the answer, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. So, uh, okay, right. Uh, all right, right. You've got to guess as well, dear listener, which, which Family <laughs> Fortunes presenter I'm being. Right then. Right. So. Bernard Breslau. No, it's, a, it's an actual family. Okay, f- I don't know. No, I'm being an actual. No, Vernon K. Be like, oh, let's have a look at your boobs now. <laughs> no, come on. Um, I swap numbers later. Now, so here, <laughs> naughty. So here, no, right, right then. I wanna, t- I wanna tell you a story. Max, thank you. I, I told you it was Max Bygraves, but I'm a good actress. Um, <laughs> right, so, right, okay. So, so we're joined by the Boyle family. Hello, Catherine. Who Hello, you, Max. Who have you brought with you? No one. I'm okay. <laughs> and we've got the. What would you just pretend your last name was? McNamara. No, what? It wasn't McNamara oh, the oh, other day. Oh, right. This is, oh, what, right. This Ashton. This is what I said, right? The name is McNamara. She said it was Ashton. Who's going to use Ashton? All right. Okay. Here's your first I question. I haven't changed my passport yet. Anyway. Shut, up, shut up now. <laughs> okay. Here, n- n- right. Here's the first question. Get ready on the bu- fingers on the buzzers. All right. Yep. Name. A measurement of distance. <laughs> that was that was the boils, Catherine. A mile max. Okay, let's see if it's. Um, I can't do a. I can't do a yes noise. So, I haven't got a ding. What's that? A, no, that just sets off a timer. Now you've pulled oh. that up. You shouldn't have pressed that. Right. Um, hang on a minute. Let me. Uh, hang on a minute. You've not thought this through. No, I haven't. Because I haven't thought <laughs> it through. Um, hang on a minute. I'll just get the. Um, Hang on, stay there. <sighs> here we go. Right, okay. It was just gonna. There we go. Right, that's that is correct. <laughs> you said miles. That's yes. the highest answer. I'm writing that. There are oh, there are five answers. That's the highest answer with 48. Do you want to play or pass? I'll play, Max. Okay, so you go and sit down then, um, uh, Sally. But don't sit on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that music. Just taking the throne. Right. Shush. <laughs> Right. Um, okay, Catherine. So um, you've got miles at forty-eight. What else would you like to say? I would like to say uh, yards. Uh, yards is the fifth most popular answer. That's four. <laughs> That's your time up. Right, go on. Well, oh, you got time limit. Oh, have I? Yeah, go. You got, you got you got forty-five seconds. Kilometers. Uh, kilometers. Yeah, that's the fourth most thing with five. Yes. Meters. Are you looking at meters? No. Yeah, okay. That's with 28. And, um... Got one more to get. Um, in the time. Oh, miles. miles. Time is uh, running out. Uh, got miles, meters. You're saying uh, kilometers and yards. One more to go. Distances. Uh, yes, measurement of distance. Name a, name a measurement of distance. Measurement. Now, keep thinking over there. Acres. Uh-uh. You got what? Two more guesses. All right. Um, it should work. It really should work. I don't know what that. That was that. Uh, Keep thinking over there, Ashton McNamara's. Time's up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's because she was getting bored or because she wants to answer. Uh, yeah. What was? What is your answer, Ashton McNamara's? I'm going to go with feet. Oh, oh good. Incorrect. Boyle win the first round. It was centimeters. That's not distance. Mm. Of course, it's that's distance. Length. Again, back to right. Well, yeah, hello. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, an inch, right? If it's anything. Okay, right. Okay. So we go to the next round. Oh, this is a good one. 
Okay. This is a good one, right. Fingers on buzzers. Name, oh, this is great. Five answers, right? Name a type of shirt. Boyle. A type of shirt. Okay, here we go. Gotta hurry you up. Rugby shirt. Incorrect. Right, we go over to the McNamara Ashtons. Do you want to, can you name one? Football shirt. We go back to the boils. Polo. Polo shirt is the shirt. second most popular answer at nineteen. Now you've got it wrong before. Do Button you want down? Do you want to play or play? Po- hang on. Do you want to play or play? Play. Okay. Right. So you got. Okay. So you're going to play. So you have got forty-five seconds. Okay. Starting now. B- uh, Button down. I don't know what that means. Henley. No. Uh. You've totally balls this up picking this because you're you're not, you're not <laughs> very fashion conscious. What? Uh, I can tell by from a blouse. Wearing. Blouse isn't a shirt, it's a blouse. Okay. She's got one so far, polo. Number two, there are five. Mm. Shirt. T-shirt. Yes, that's the most popular answer, and that's 45. That's the number one. Okay, you got two. Keep thinking McNamara Ashton's because she really is rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Come on. Undershirt. That, that, that isn't, isn't the thing, it's a vest. <laughs> Nightshirt. Nope, that's not a thing. It is a thing. Oh, time's up. Right. Getting on my nerves now. Um, uh, now. Uh, McNamara Ashton's. You've got T-shirt and polo shirt. Maybe you've got three more. Type of shirt. Type of shirt. Hmm. Give us give us a few ideas and then we'll pick one. Because that's what they do. They go down the line, doesn't okay. they? Okay. Granddad's shirt. Okay, yeah. That could be one, yeah. Okay. Um, Collarless shirt. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's no, a granddad shirt. Gone. That's a granddad shirt. You've just yeah, Is it? Those. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. No, we've done polo. Who are you talking to? Um, <laughs> if you actually got members no of the one. family, then they're allowed to help you. All right, name the name the type of shirt. Cricket. Cricket. Well, that's not no, a, it's a jumper. I uh, tell you what, ignore him. Jumper. Yeah, it's a jumper. <laughs> Cricket. No. No, done rugby shirt. No, I'm going to go for granddad shirt. You're going for granddad shirt. Yeah. You're a dick. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> Number three, it was business shirt. Business shirt. Number four, it was what? it was collared shirt, and at number what? five, it was Hawaiian shirt. Well, load of old Shipping. shirt that. All was. right, we got time yeah. for we got time for one more. Okay, one more round. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's. Let me find. We got find one that's good. Hang on. Um, oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Fingers on buzzers. Name a famous type yep. of Allen. There we go. He took my buzzer over there. That wasn't fair. Okay. <laughs> yes, McNamara Ashton's. Um, Alan. Famous Alan. That's a great one. Oh, God. This is going to be great on, on. Famous Alan. Quick, they've got to hurry up. Three. Alan. Two. Partridge. That's number four. Partridge is at number oh, four okay. with five. Catherine, if you can get one, there are three higher. Yorkshire Alan Titchmarsh. Incorrect. <laughs> Not on the list. Uh, uh, McNamara oh. Ashton's. Do you want to play or pass? Um, I'll pass. Huh? Alan, I'll pass. Go You're on then. Right, I, I'm, yeah, Alan Key. Hang on a minute. We're going to set the timer off. Got forty-five seconds. Go. Alan. Go on. Alan Key. Who's that? It's what you use to. When oh, you you're an, an idiot. Like famous types of Alan. What types or t- famous, famous Alans. Alans? All right. Alan. Alan. Uh, Alan. Wicker. Nope. Alan. <laughs> you got time lips. So I'd just shout out names if I were you. No, don't, don't just look at me silently. Oh, I'm thinking of Alan's, for God's There's sake. There's loads of Alan's. Alan. Oh, what's his name? Alan Carr. Alan Carr's number five, yeah. Okay, <sighs> with three. Alan. 
We've got Partridge. Alan Sugar. Alan Sugar. Alan Sugar's number one with 31. Yes! Okay, we've still got two more to get. She can steal this. You've got two more. Google. Time's up. Time's up. Did you just shout Booby? She said Google. No, Google. Alan Google. The famous Alan Google. Who invented Yahoo? You've got two. One of them's a sportsman, one of them's an actor who's dead. A sportsman and an actor. Oh, Alan, um, Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman! You've won! You've won the game! No. You've destroyed Catherine! That, You've destroyed Catherine! Is that possible? Yeah, it's possible because she's destroyed... I just won two games out of three. She... Oh, hang on. The team... Um, we got we got big money round now. Yeah, we've got big money round. All right, tell you what we'll do. Okay. Um, do you want to come back next week? No. Do you want to stick around and after the no, news... I want to come now. T- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! Well, you can. You, <laughs> can. you can have the news and then... Uh, right. We're going to go to the news and then we'll come back we're going to play Big Money. Okay. All right. Thanks very much indeed. Okay. Oh, dear God, I you... think this game's bent. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, oh, you might have to be the second player. In fact, you're going to have to... She needs a second player. So you're going to have to... I'm winning anyway. It should be me. You lost. You lost. How can I be losing? It's big money. She got more points in that one. It's double money. No, she so, never... It's double your money. You're double your money is a round in it where they, when they just realise it's going on for too long and he goes, right, it's time to double your money. So you're going to have to... But you're going to have to go and sit in a soundproofed booth. Go and sit in the talk... When we come back, you're going to go and... And I hate to do this to you. Um, you're going to have to sit in the talk sport. No. Studios. Yes, you are. No. Yes, you are. Why? Because you've got to listen. Oh, I, we didn't mean to have the timer on then. Right, I've, I've remember how this works now. Okay. I don't like this game anymore. Well, you're an idiot. It's the Family Fortunes, or as they call it in the United States of America, Family Feud, is one of the greatest games of all time. Got this. Got the original sound effects here. Listen. So, um, this is this is great. This is a fiver. This is great. This is my life sorted. Um. We will not, will not be... I'm surprised that works. Uh, we won't be playing this all night, so if you want to give... I'm getting a little bit lightheaded. Could you get me some sugar, some chocolate, please? <laughs> Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm close to fainting. All right. It's funny that your mate's going to faint. Just the way you said, can you get me some sugar? Well, well can you Sounds get... like an inappropriate It's not inappropriate. Suggest. It's a man struggling to... Um, there's not enough oxygen going to his brain. There's not enough sugar in his blood, so it's a man struggling to, to stay alive. Okay, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Two chocolate bars, please. Two right. sugar bars, please. <laughs> sugar bars. <laughs> <laughs> right away. Get paid for this rubbish. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath and Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Up last night, she was going fair. She was in a tent, not pulling it. And where your sister's fault in a scruffy looking tent, Papa don't give a man anything. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. If it comes round here, I've got my beer in a sideboard here. Let Mama sort it out if it comes round here. I said to me, Mama, let me have a talk to dance. So he comes to the telephone, it wasn't all fair. Said she's got no sense in little town. If he comes round here, there's gonna be a row. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. If it comes round here, I've got my beer in a sideboard here. Let Mama sort it out if it comes round here. Stabbing on his chin, he looks like something to the cat's ball in. Never got no money, smokes all my 
got a skinny little baby now, he's sticking out the front, there's nothing since the fit of shoes and running out of clothes, and if he's take a liver, he's a punch him on the nose. But I don't care, I don't care, I don't care if he comes round here. I've got my beer in the sideboard here, let mama sort it out if he comes round here, if he comes round here. I got my beer, let mama sort it out in the sideboard here. I got my beer, let mama sort it out, I don't care if he comes round here. Back in hello. The, hello there. So, sorry, we had to play that because I had to have two bars of chocolate because I was uh, feeling faint and uh, my, my best friend thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, but I also shoved yeah. two chocolate bars down your neck, so yeah, suck, so, it, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, you, but you thought it was funny that your, your best friend was feeling faint-headed and was going to faint. Are you hyperglycemic? I beg I your pardon? How dare you? Just because I'm getting divorced, you can't go around saying things like that. Oh, all right. Okay. I never tried it, but I'm up for anything these days. Right. So, big money. I've got the instructions here. Um, The team with the lowest score after the rounds... Right, so... The team... Right. What? Okay, there we go. So, the host takes out the next five question cards from the box. The first player will be asked these five questions in quick succession. This player will be given 45 seconds to answer these five questions. The host presses the 45-second button on the unit after reading out the first question. I got that. The host writes the answers given up on the front side of the ball without their actual score. While this is happening, the second player must be out of the... Jesus. When the the 45-seconds are up, the host will go through the first player's answers, writing in any point scored in the box to the right of their answer. Any top answer... Hang on a minute. What, What? I don't understand. Where's the other... I don't understand what they mean. Because, because they all they all they only have one. What does this mean? Hang on, hang on, Jesus. When the forty-five, have I got different cards on here? Oh, yes. <coughs> what is going on here with her? That it, reminds me. There's been a lot of roadworks on my <laughs> way home. <laughs> Right, when the f- I can make a short work of it if they had that. The host takes out the next five question <laughs> cards from the box. Yes. The first player will be asked these five questions. So it's, there's five yes. on here, right? Oh no, right, five questions. You have to get the oh, top answer. Oh, I got answer. it. All right, I got it. What's well, going to be fine? Okay, right. One, two, <gasps> three, four, five. Okay, right. Catherine, you have to go somewhere. You can't hear this. All right. I don't need my <laughs> anymore. You need what? I don't need this anymore, do I? You can put that um, wherever it's comfortable. Can I keep my hands on the buzzer, though? <laughs> well, where you need to go... You... No, you can hear it outside. 
They don't have the radio on in this she building. Cheating. Oh, she better not cheat. Right. Okay, so um oh Jesus. Right, so I've got to write that okay, right. So hang on. The host takes out the the first player will be asked these five questions in quick succession. The player will be given forty five seconds to answer these five questions. The host presses the button. Uh, the host writes the answers given on the side of the board without their actual score. While this is happening, right, so so Kath can't see the answers. Right, okay, so, okay. so I'm going to ask right. you five questions, okay? Okay. Right, are you ready? And I'll press the start yeah. button. Right, I'll press the start I'll press the start button after I finish the first question, right? So, okay. um, name one of the seven dwarfs. Doc. Okay. Uh, name a football player position. Centre forward. Okay. Name a London tube line. Victoria. Okay. Name a famous cartoon character. Mickey Mouse. Okay. And name a popular type of bread. White. <laughs> <laughs> you racist! You had to bring. You had to bring Brexit into it. All right. That's your, that's your, your questions answered. Right. Okay. Oh, this is going to be fun. I got it now. I remember how this show goes. We've got to wait for that. Right, here we go. So, Sally, this is where I get a bit touchy-feely. Yeah. So, Sally. So, yeah, you put your arm around put me. Put your arm around you. Yeah. Come on, come on. Yeah. Get your feeling. You had a great day. You had fun? Yeah. Okay, I right. Had so much fun. How do you think yeah. you've done on this? Um, mm, I think I've done quite well. Okay, all right. Um, well, first question was, name one of the seven yeah. dwarfs. You said... No, I got a minute. What's she doing in here? Get her out. She can't come in. Tell me when she's gone, Sam. Cheating. Name one of the seven dwarfs. You said Doc. And it's the top out the top one hundred answers. Let's see, was Doc there? No. <laughs> name we asked you name a football player position. You said Centre forward. Okay. Centre forward's up there, be the first score on the board. Let's have a look. Okay. We said we asked I asked name a London tube line. You said Victoria. Our survey said. Okay, it's not going great. No. Mm. We, this, oh, that was number four, was was that. Okay. Um, name a famous cartoon character. You said. Mickey Mouse, and it only wants to get something. Mickey Mouse was there. It gets you five points. What? Five right. points. Yes, it does. And you said name a, pop- <laughs> name a popular type of red. <laughs> you said why, you silly cow. Okay, so <laughs> you have got. Oh, I think we're meant Hi. to be doing it. Okay, right. So you're supposed to get over two. You're supposed to get two hundred and one. You've got five. Bring Kath in, please. Bring Kath in. Yeah, you have to yeah. sell that. Bring Kath in, please. <laughs> Here comes Catherine. Here she comes. All right, Kath. <laughs> don't, say, don't say anything, Sally. Are you ready for a spanking, Sal? No, no. no, you're no. on her team. Oh, okay. I think she is ready for a spanking as well with all the... Mm. <laughs> yep, I am. Okay, so you've got to get over... You've got to get 201 or more okay. to win win a Ford Fiesta, okay? Ooh. And let's just say Sally's start was a little bit rocky. Okay. You've got 60 <laughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. If you repeat anything, I'll say try again. Okay. Okay? And I'll start the clock up 60 seconds after I ask the first question. How do you live with that? I would. I'd be she going. Can't hear it anymore. Bit. I don't hear it anymore. Hear it, it just the, no. The yeah. Okay. Here we go. Sixty <laughs> seconds. Be quiet. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Dopey. 
Okie dokie. Um, name a football player position. Uh, Centre forward. Okay. Uh, no, she, she said that. Try again. Okay, goalkeeper. Okay. Uh, name a London tube line. Uh, Victoria. She said that. Try again. Jubilee. Okay. Uh, meant to name a popular one, but never mind. Name a famous... <laughs> meant to name one that a lot of people might have said. But you said Jubilee, and that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I tell you now, that's going to score zero. I, that's just that's, guarantee. Name a famous cartoon character. Um... A famous cartoon character. That'll start but flashing quicker. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Okay. Name a popular type of bread. Uh, bap. <laughs> and that's it. She said white. <laughs> Racist. She said white bread. <laughs> right. Okay. Okie dokie. Right. So Catherine. Right. I- I'll let you into secret. She got five points. Who, who Sally did. She got five points. You need to get two. She so needs to get one hundred ninety-six. Okay. To win. I'm feeling positive. Win the full fiesta. Right? So name one of the seven dwarfs. You said Dopey. Okay, Dopey was the top answer. Oh. With forty-seven. Oh, well, first on cash. Oh, forty-seven. Go me. Right. Um, <laughs> name a football player position. Goalkeeper. Okay, so goal. Now, you both said centre-forward. That wasn't it. Forward was here. Would have got you eight points, but centre-forward wasn't. You said goalkeeper. Uh-huh. That was the second, and that got you 14. Oh, that's a bit crap. Well, what was the next question? The tube line, was it? Yeah. What did you say? Oh, apparently something stupid. <laughs> I I'm going to get this as your ringtone for when you ring me. <laughs> All right, I get the idea. <laughs> it's the incorrect answer. Top answer was Northern at 23. Next one was... Um, oh, yeah, name a famous cartoon character. You did well here. Scooby-dooby-doo. You said Scooby-dooby-doo, having a poo, and Shaggy's having a wee now. That's not the song. Is incorrect. Top answer was Bugs Bunny, obviously, at 32. I ate Bugs Bunny. And so, so we've got 47 plus 14, that's 57, that's uh, 61 plus the 5, that's 67, 66. So you need, um, you need about 140. Everyone's going to say BAP. Okay. Let's name a popular type of bread. You said BAP. And a survey said, of course they said, oh, oh, what are you thinking? BAP isn't a type of bread. It is. It's a roll. Delicious type of bread. Number five was pitta. Number four was flatbread. Number three was naan. Number two was garlic. Number one was Sam. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? A baguette. Stop stop saying colours. Baguette. Sliced. For God's sake, right? Where did they do that survey in Waitrose? I'm sorry, guys. So do. I'm sorry. Sorry, Sally. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. You're a horny idiot, Catherine. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. Um, I'm cutting you off now, and I wish I could cut you off, Catherine, but unfortunately, I can't. Um, that was fun, man. This is this is sort. This is going to be fun. I've got. Here's what I'm thinking of bringing. Operation. Yeah, but is it old operation or new operation? New. Is it minions operation? No, just normal. Because he's got different bones. Oh. Um. I've got um Simpsons Cluedo as well. God, we're not playing Cluedo. Cluedo takes hours to play. <laughs> Cluedo takes hours to set up, let alone play. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, if you want to come and see this silly show, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian-Lee. Oh, and silly sausage. 
Oh, yeah, Silly Sausage would be fun. Uh, KT, stay there. Comes to you after this. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like The Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. <laughs> Erin said the best moment of that was when Ian Lee said that flipping Kath had to get 140 points from a maximum 100 for the answer BAP. (laughs) 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 That's made me laugh a lot. We're definitely playing that one. We're definitely playing that. Uh, Katie! Hello! How are you doing, guys? Oh, Katie, it's great to have you on the Lady Night Show. I said, Katie, you're so great. You're welcome on the show anytime at all. Katie, 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 Katie. Wow. Deduction, thank you. You're very welcome, Katie! I was so impressed by that game. It was brilliant. I, I invented it. Funny. I invented it. <laughs> All right, Paul McCartney. I, I made it up. It was my idea. Um, we went out and did surveys of 100 people <laughs> earlier in the day. It was a lot of work. It's a lot it of work, but it was a lot of fun. many hours that you spent doing that. Yeah, it is right. We're going to have fun with that. We're going to have fun. <laughs> so the reason I ran up, actually, yeah. I was so excited about it, and I really enjoyed it, and I thought, mm. instead of Cass being, as you said, the idiot, okay, yeah. I bit, want to bit, challenge bit rude, you bit rude, to Kate, Bit rude, Katie. Sorry? Bit rude calling Kath an idiot. She was quoting you, mate. No, no, no. She she said, she said, and I quote, I think Kath's a massive idiot. (gasps) Um, Which I think is harsh, Katie. I think it's very, very harsh. You said that, mate. We got. I can play the tape back. I'm shouting because I'm doing something I like to do when I'm shouting. Stop it, please. I um. So listen. So I would like. To challenge thee yeah. on a game of family fortune tonight or another time. I tell you what we're gonna do. We're not, we're not gonna play a whole game, but I tell you what we're gonna do. Okay. We'll do a question. Kath, pick a question. <laughs> Have you got a vibrator to buzz? No, but do you know what? This is how sad I am. I've already prepared. Listen. Did yes. you hear that? Yes. <laughs> okay, right, fine. All right, we'll just. That's how we'll I am. Do, we're only gonna do one hand because I don't want to destroy you too much. Okay. <laughs> okay Kath, good luck. Kath, you want the board? Yeah. Okay, Kath can. But have you the can't board. look at the look at the questions. I'm not looking at the question. Okay, but, just making sure. Geez, what is this? <laughs> right. Okay, who's going first then? Oh no, do you, no, we're playing Family Fortunes. Right. Do you mean who's going first? Oh, shut up! Right. <laughs> what is? We just played it. Can you I can't... just go beep because it takes me hand to eye coordination to get my phone up to the phone. Can I just go beep? Do whatever you want. You're going to lose. You're going to you're going to cry because you're a little snowflake. Because you because you, you're going to go. I okay, told loser. I told um I told someone today. I was very proud of this. Right. Go on. Um. So this guy was was having a go at someone. I was somehow got into a convers. It was included in the conversation where this this real man was saying to someone, um, "Why don't you go and cry, you little snowflake?" And he was you know it was one of those guys. He's you know. Mm. And I said. Why don't you go and have a wink over Brexit? Because <laughs> he was one of those. I said, well, why don't you go and have a wink over Brexit? That never happened, did it? No, that happened. Today on, really? t- on Twitter, not That's in real brilliant. life. On Twitter. Right, here's, here we go. Get ready for the buzz. Here we go. Okay. okay. Destroy you. Here's don't your look que- at the question. I'm not looking at it. Oh, okay. Here's your question. Kath wouldn't let me cheat. I wouldn't. I want you to win, Katie. <laughs> Name something a baby sits in. Ian. Thank you. So kiss it, Katie. 
I would like to say a high chair. Oh, that's the top answer. Of course it is, because I'm not stupid! <laughs> With 48. Okay. Um, a baby sits. Hang on a minute, what are you doing? Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. What are you doing? How does <laughs> no one know, A, how to play Family Fortunes, and B, how does no one know how to play the game we've been playing for the last 30 minutes? Would you like to play or pass? I'd like to play, and I'd like to get all of these answers so we can cut Katie off quickly. <gasps> Give me the question again. Name Is something. It, a yep. baby sits in. Do I have to press a thing? No, not you, Katie. Do I have to press the timer? No, there's no timer. You press that if I get it wrong, but you won't need that. I will. A potty. Get stuffed! Sits in. A potty. All right, we're good. All right, in. Katie. Uh, No, it's not Katie's go. It's not your go. I've got three of those. All right. Go on. A pram. Is the second answer. Yes, mate. That's 19 points. Katie's, Katie's bricking herself, man. Katie, man. Um, a sling. Great, great, great. Thanks for giving me the answer because it's not actually your go yet. <laughs> sorry. I've got to get two more wrong. I'm going to say a sling. I've had three turns, sorry. I'm going to say a sling. Oh, up yours, Katie. <laughs> um, what have we said so far? High chair and pram. A buggy. Mm. A buggy. I'll get real. Right, now it's Katie's turn. I'd try um, sling again if I were you, Katie. A baby will sit in a, a bath. Jesus, what an idiot. It's, you lost. <laughs> well, you haven't got me right. I know you're winning. I got two right! <laughs> God, um, a baby sits in a... Um, a pile oh, of its own feces? Is it me? Another go? Go on, you might as well have another go. A diaper. <laughs> right, I'm cutting you off, Katie, because we live in United Kingdom, not in America. Goodbye. God. What are the, what are the other answers? Uh, car seat, chair, bassinet... Right, hang on a minute. First of all, bassinet is a, is a classical instrument. Secondly, <laughs> hang on a minute. A baby sits in a chair? A chair? Yeah. A chair? Yes. A chair well, and a classical... they're little humans. They're not, you know, <laughs> they're going to sit. Speaking of little humans, good evening, Nigel. <laughs> oh, good evening, Ian. We've Hello. just played Family Fortunes. Who was your... Yeah, I've just missed it. Who oh. was your favourite Family Fortunes host? Um... Dan- Daniel Daniel Kelly. Who? Daniel Kelly, I think. Daniel Carley? Kelly. Daniel Kelly? You know Daniel Kelly, the the, the Irish one with the beard. Daniel Kelly? Hmm. Do you I mean, know who you mean? Do you mean no? Hang on, you're confusing I've got the name wrong. Kelly, you're confusing Henry. Matthew Kelly with Henry Kelly. Oh, Matthew Kelly. No, but he's Matthew not. I, he's not Irish, and he never hosted Family Fortunes. Daniel oh. O'Donnell is thinking. That's it. Mm. Anyway. But, I remember that person, that, that, what did you, you say his name was again? Daniel O'Kelly. No, the other one. Matthew uh, Connolly. Matthew Kelly. Yes. Well, he, he was in a lot of things on telly, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, did you ever watch him, Catherine? I did. I used to like him on Tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Nigel yeah. in Maidstone. Oh, that's right. Yes, he used to do that show, didn't he? Stars they, in they, their stars eyes. Stars in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Stars, stars in your eyes. <laughs> I, anyway, Nigel, how is life for you? Well, no, it's been a bit of a terrible morning, so I've had to sort out all the bills. They came to see me, the warden, you yeah. know, that's yeah, been dealing with my bills. Yeah. And they've taken two... They rung the energy company up and the water company up, and they've taken two of the bills away to see if they can okay. knock, knock them down a bit. Because one is a... Fa- the, the energy bill is a £1,000. Yeah, the, you said. The, and the water bill is 700 
Uh, plus, um, now I've got to pay another £500 towards the funeral. Oh, how, hang on, how come? I thought that had been was, sorted. Well, it was, um, it's £1,500, and tomorrow I've got to take the money to the, the place and just give them another 500 which has uh, got to come out my my bank account. Did you course. not? Did that? Did you know that money was expected? No, no. Well, why? How have they just suddenly? Um, I don't know. I hope it's no one it trying on to make do it on the side or something. No, then, no, 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 no. On it's got on the letter. It, on the letter, it's got the name of the company, Angels. Well, I'm sure it's legitimate, but um. Oh, hang on, sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm sure it's legitimate, but that seems a little bit rum. After they after they'd already paid it, they come up with another five hundred. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, so I've got to pay now. Now I've, and another bill I've got is a hundred and fifteen pounds per uh, council tax. You know. Is that a month? Uh, I don't. I don't know. But oh, it, I it, think a few months. I think probably. I think that sounds like it could be a month. You do know. Oh. Here's some. Here's something, Nigel. This is like the poll tax, isn't it? Here's something. Yeah. If you yeah. tell the council that you live there on your own, you get a slight reduction. But uh, I'm going to have to pay twelve pounds a week for the room. Okay, but if you uh, tell them that you live there on your own, yeah. Well, actually, in actual fact, that the council haven't ha- they haven't asked me for any rent at all for the last two months. Um, I think maybe that's, okay. uh, maybe I won't have to pay any rent. Okay, if you, um, if you, well, but if you tell the council mm-hmm. that you live there on your own, you will get a reduction in the council Well, tax. they know now, because, uh, okay. this lady's been, well, I, I went into, good. oh, I went into the, the council offices in Maystone yesterday and told them all about myself, yeah. and the lady said to me, she thinks that it's being paid because they haven't, they haven't asked me for any money. Okay, all right. Then. So do you think... Um, all we'll I have to pay is the, is the bedroom tax in, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, Nigel. Here's the I thing. Don't. I can't, I can't give no. you legal or financial advice, because, A, it's, it's... It seems a bit funny, they, it's been two months and they haven't asked me for any rent money, you know, so, at all. Just the council tax of £115, but I've got to pay tomorrow with the other bill, the 500 one. So that's two bills, that's, uh, so that's, um, that's £600 has got to be found. Besides you have a bill, so it, what are you, Nigel, Nigel, mm-hmm. Nigel, Nigel, what are you, um, yeah, wh- have, have, I don't want to know how much you've got, of course, have you got money to cover this stuff? Uh, just about, well, I've got two grand nearly, nearly two grand, okay. I, I should be left with a thousand at least, yeah. Okay, because yeah. you know there will be more bills, yeah, as time goes on. Of course. There's all, this is out. one of the, the only definite things, there's mm. always more bills. Of course, but I never. When Mum was here, I never had to pay them. She dealt with the bills, and, and she never asked me for any extra money. I don't know why there's so many bills turned up just because she's died. You know. Well, mm. uh, you, you these things do. These mm. things do. Um, I just can't. What happens, I, 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 Nigel? Sorry, Nigel, sorry. what happens if you run out of money? Well, I suppose you you can get help for that sometimes, but. I tried to get my money raised, my benefit, and they said it was a standard rate I was getting, and they can't raise it at the moment. But I could go to the Citizens Advice Bureau. Yeah. The lady today said you can try that as well. So when I go to Mason, I've got to make an appointment mm. for that. Uh, we've got an undertaker mm. I can see phoning up right now. Mm. So I wonder if I wonder if Habiba's phoning up to speak about um, mm. about what's going on. Um, yeah. I don't know what to can say. I, can anymore. I thank you for putting those videos, the YouTube ones of me singing before my mum died. You know, I sang that one, I Miss You. Yeah. A, bit, a few days before she died, and we didn't know whether she was going to be, what was going to happen, did we? 
and uh, there's a video on, on my Facebook of me singing that song, and, and thank you for doing those <clears> videos. <throat> my absolute pleasure. Stay there, and, Nigel. Um, stay, yeah. Nigel, stay there, because yeah. um, Habiba's called in. I, I speak to Habiba mm. from time to time over the years, and I know Habiba is an undertaker, mm. and maybe she's called in just to kind of have a chat about what you've been chatting about. Evening, yeah. Habiba. Hi, Ian. Hello, Hi. Nigel. Hello, Habiba. What have you Hello, called in for, Habiba? Uh, Nigel, yeah. I was just wondering, um, when you were talking about the funeral, did you fill out a form called an SF200? It's um, a purple-coloured form. No, no, there was a yellow form, I think, a yellow one. Um, right, because you are entitled, if you're on benefits yeah, of any description, yeah. you are entitled to help from the government to help well, pay towards no, the No, I got, I got, the I got a thousand pound help from the government. Which was, and then they come. Then today, the lady came back with another bill of five hundred, of four hundred and seventy-five pounds. Blimey! Can I ask, was Mum cremated or buried? No, buried. But the the, the headstone hasn't been put on yet. Because I went yesterday, and it's been it's been two weeks. No, it will take a while, Nigel. Oh. They, they won't put the headstone on for at least six months. Oh. But going back to that, the the yeah. government aren't, are they not going to help you towards? The uh, cemetery fees, as well as the funeral director's fees. No, not at the moment. No, no. no. So, what help is there available, Habiba? That's it. The SF two hundred. It's a form that you fill in, right? And they should give mm. you uh, the, uh, the the cost of a basic funeral. So that would be the, the funeral director's fees and any cremation or cemetery fees. But at least I've had some help with it. It, it's not, it would have cost me a lot more. £1,000 doesn't sound a lot, Nigel. Pardon? The clients I get, uh, the, the, uh, it doesn't sound a lot. I have clients who can get the, the you know, a total amount of £3,500. Now, Habiba, yeah. Yeah. Nigel is obviously um, uh, very... Yeah, but dis- I didn't have to pay for the funeral, right. that's what I'm saying. Only, uh, I didn't have to pay a £1,000. So why are you paying £500? What's that for? I don't, I don't know. I've just got a letter saying... I wouldn't pay anything yet until you know what you're paying for. Mm. Nigel, did you say you've yeah. got a letter for, asking the, for the £500? The angels, the, the angels' letter, the, the angels' funerals in Coxsave. All right, OK, OK. Mm. Wait, what, can you tell us, what does it, does it well, say? I what? can get it, it's, it's in the front room. Do you want me to get it and Yeah, I read think that it? might be helpful if we heard yeah, it, I, yeah. I'll just, have, I'll just fetch it in All right. Room. All right. Thank you, Nigel. Thank you, Habiba. No problem. How are you, it's um, it's tricky, isn't it? When for because I wouldn't know how to organise a funeral, and you know I like to think I'm pl- pretty clued up. And Nigel's obviously Have you not got a social worker, Ian. Me? No, 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 I don't. No, not you. Oh. I mean it, Nigel. Um, I don't know. I know he's got a warden. We'll ask him that. I know he's, he lives in a wardened community. Um, I think. He, hello, Nigel. Yeah. Have you got a social worker? But well, the warden is a bit like a social worker. The what two wardens that are helping but you, me. But you moment. don't have an actual social worker. That, no. Um, so it's it, got here the amount we will pay. Uh, we will. No, I don't know. I've got this wrong. It's a. It was one thousand five. It was fifteen hundred pounds altogether. It's got here. Can you can you read it? Don't, don't give us the name of the company again. But mm. can you read the letter to us if you don't mind? It's only got a tiny bit of writing. It says. Uh, but I can never understand some of these things they put. I can't. No, my eyes are very bad. I can't read it. All right. It's all right. Print. All right. But, but it, it's definitely. It's from. Oh, hang on. It's Department of Works and Pensions. Pensions. Yeah, Department of Works and Pensions is where the letters come from. DP D 
DWP. Hmm. Is that not? Well, hang on. If the DWP is saying they're going to pay fifteen hundred pounds, is that what they're saying? No, no, no. Um, it would I, be I've really helpful if you could, without without being able to see it. it we, they we, wouldn't be asking you for five hundred pounds. Well, hang on a second. Without being able to see it, I think we're all getting a little yeah. bit confused. It's written down uh, four hundred and seventy-five pounds to pay. The lady wrote it on here today. She wrote it on there to pay. Make a check out payable to this, these people. Well, she 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 wouldn't tell me the wrong thing because she's she's. So then that. maybe that means that the DWP have only decided to pay a thousand, but that really doesn't seem right given your circumstances. No. What should I should I take it to the council offices or anything? No, I uh, I would and 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 get them to you know find out. What mm. does that cover? What does a thousand pounds go towards? Is that just the funeral mm. director's fees? Then who's paying the cemetery fees? Yeah, I mean, it's based yeah. on how much money you've got as well, uh, 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 savings. Mm. But by the sounds of it, you're just like the rest of us, and you know, you've just got a little bit. So I would go back, <laughs> and I wouldn't pay anything mm. just yet. Well, I've got to you're go and send the bailiffs around just tomorrow. Yet. You've got what? Sorry, I've got to go and pay the the the, the um, council tax tomorrow, one hundred and fifteen pounds, which is the council okay. tax. Okay, make sure you tell them. Well, you're, I'll tell you the letter with me. Make sure you tell yeah. the council tax people that you're living on your own. Yeah. You get 25% off if you do that, yeah. Nigel. They know, they know, yes. They well, know make the, well, sometimes, well, sometimes one department doesn't talk to another, so mm. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt you to say to them tomorrow, you do know I live on my own now. Yeah, they, they do know that. Yes, they it do wouldn't so hurt. It. it wouldn't hurt for you to say it again, just to no. make sure. Sometimes no, you have to say things then. twice. Yeah. I tell them, yeah, because I can't pay a hundred pounds a week. Uh, it won't be a hundred pounds a week. I mean, uh, rent if I'm only on two hundred pounds a fortnight, you know. So, have but, you uh, spoken to the warden about what you might do if you run out of money? No, no, she hasn't mentioned that at all. Well, no, I mean, I never mentioned that to her. But she must afford Nigel, it. can you afford to pay this extra £495? Uh, well, I can, I can at the moment, yes. Yes, I can. But I'd have to query it with them tomorrow and make sure it's not a mistake. <clears throat> you know. And ask them I... to clarify yeah. how much they got from the DWP and why you're now being yeah. charged this. And say to them, say to them, yeah. I don't know if I can afford it. Because the government yeah, be have already paid, haven't they? The government have already paid a thousand pounds to them. Well, funerals are expensive, but if you say, "I don't know if I can afford this," mm. there might be something mm. they can do. Yeah. And they might also be able to make it, in, break it down into monthly payments. If they can't write the debt off, they might be able to break it down to manageable monthly payments. Well, I, I'm going to try not. I won't be able to sleep if I keep talk, worrying about it now. I, I go, I've got to go in and see either tomorrow or the next day, and, and um, pay the poll tax anyway. The um, Council tax anyway. Okay. But. And Nigel, don't forget, you've always got the Citizens <laughs> Advice Bureau. Yeah. They're well, really yeah, good. I'm going to see them anyway. Yeah. Excellent. Because my girlfriend, well, my girlfriend in Maystone said I should go to them. Uh, yes, you should. Mm. You should take all the help that's available. Yeah. Definitely. And they're really approachable. Cause, cause C- I, citizens got, Advice are great. I, I haven't got much money coming in, um, benefit money coming in anyway. So, Nigel. The people to speak to. Nigel, have mm. you got a friendly adult, a friendly neighbour, 
or a relative, or maybe even the warden, who understands your situation, well, that could... Let me finish, Nigel, let me, Nigel, let me finish, let me finish, because yeah. this is important, this is important. Have you got a friendly adult, a neighbour, a friend, or a warden, who could go with you to the Citizens Advice Bureau oh. and explain your your very well, specific yes. situation? The, the, warden, the warden today said that, uh, uh, she said to me, try, try the Citizens Advice Bureau. She could, she could meet me there as, uh, at some I time. think you need to get someone yeah. like that to meet you there who can, yeah, explain, can explain that I'm on my own. That you're you? on your own yeah. and perhaps you need yeah. a little bit more extra help. Yeah. No, don't worry. That, that isn't too bad, anyway. It's all not right. Bad. But I, I won't part. I won't part with all my money. Otherwise, I won't have any left if, uh, for food. Will I? Or, or no, and food is important. So um, I. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Okay. Hang in there, but, brother. You got this. I am. Um, I'm. So, I'm <laughs> still very upset about. I mean, the, the loss of your mum is bad enough without all these bills put on top of you. I know. Pardon. Did 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 um did mummy have any money left in her bank account? Um, no, she didn't have a bank account. No, uh, okay. old school. <laughs> oh, bless her. Yeah, no, no, she had the um um what do you what do you call it um life insurance she was paying for for me, you know, the li- mm. and that was two that was two thousand two hundred the life insurance, but it isn't very much, is it, when you've got these bills, um to pay? She'd be really proud. Of you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't she just? Wouldn't she just? She'd be so proud of how you're tackling this, how mm. you're being open and honest with everyone, and seeking all this great help that's available out there. And you've got to remember that Mum's always looking. And I, and it's, I, I, it's I not, said today, not right. I said you today, later. Today, I don't want to get evicted because I haven't got enough money. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen, Nigel. You've got, got, I've got nowhere else to go. My, my family won't have any more to do with me, and they, they didn't have anything to do with Mum, and they didn't come to the funeral. You know, I think Nigel, you need to um, you need to to go to the citizens' advice with mm. with an adult. And I said yeah. I wanted someone to help me with the bereavement to come up my to talk to me about losing mum at my house. You know, because yeah. you need to talk to someone about the worry of it, the shock. You know, the yeah. shock. Well, I, I know it's not much help, mm. but you can talk to us anytime you want. Mm. But I mean, I'm all right. I'm not too bad talking with you. But when I go away, it's just on. It's just on top of my head all the time. It's, and it's all right to have a good cry as well. Mm. You can have a good old cry. And when you yeah, go to the so lo- so lonely without her, you know. Yeah, I know, man. N- uh, when I you go want, to the uh, advice, yeah, y- yeah, that y- you can ask for help with bereavement. With mm. everything that you you need help with, yeah, help you do. They might be they're, even they're, the people. Sorry, the people that are helping me now have been so slow. They've worried me more with it because it's nothing's got done. You, nothing's been done yet. These other two bills have not been um, sorted out, and I might have to pay a thousand pound and seven hundred pound, and then I won't have any money left. You know. So. Nigel, you're doing really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I, when I was over the grave, yeah, I went to see <laughs> my mum for the second time at the cemetery yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I just stood there talking to her, you know, as I would, and um, yeah. you know, praying and talk. But I, I thought to myself, I want to be with you, Mum. I just don't want to be on my own and, and live like this, you know. Well, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, hang on a second. What do you um, mean? What do you mean by that? Well, I, I didn't, did, didn't really want to carry on anymore, you know. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Mum wouldn't want that at all. <laughs> Pardon? Audrey wouldn't want that, Nigel. I know, I know, but it, I, I just, just want her back, you know. Well. 
Listen, you're going to meet up with her one day, but let's try and enjoy the rest of the time. You've got plenty of years yet. So, I, so... I know, I know, but I, I, we, we were, you know, we were so close. It was yeah, and and I could always tell her things that if I was hurt, if I was in pain <clears> or so, something was hurting, I could always say. Here's the thing, uh, Nigel. This, you, know? she, yeah. you were really close. You're still really close. She's mm. always with you. That's the mm. thing. When someone yeah, dies, they are mm. always with you wherever you are. I talked to my dad. Mm. My dad died five years ago. Mm. I'll talk to him um, if I'm in the garden, if I'm out for a walk, if I'm um, in the living. My dad is always with me when I want him to be there now. Yeah. And it's sad because I'd like a hug. But it's great because yeah. it means like, I talk to him on the drive home sometimes. And you can do the same mm. with your mum. And I genuinely believe that they can hear us. It's just yeah. when you get a panic attack where you don't know what to do, you've got no one to, to help you if you're on your own, have you? You know, the doctors don't come out anymore. No. And, and, um, People you need to speak to. You're just left on your own. People you need to speak to. Mm. You need to speak to the citizen's advice, and I, I think you need to speak to your GP as well. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. And explain. I, I, ex hang on, Nigel, yeah, Nigel, sorry. hang on, listen. This is important, yeah. okay? And I know you like to rush off on ideas, but this is really important. Mm. If you speak to your GP yes. and say you are struggling to live on your own and pay your bills... Yeah. If you've got a good GP, they might be able to do something to help. They well, might be able to speak to someone at the well, council. The trouble is the GP that I, the, the most, well, the, the, friend, the friendliest GP is left now. He's retired. And, and so uh, they're, they're all different. They're all new ones, and they don't really know my history. Well, go and introduce yourself. Well, I did speak. I did speak to this new doctor around the surgery a few days ago. And, Tell them you're struggling. And, and um, tell yeah. them you're struggling okay. with life. Well, we and tell them what you that. said. And tell them what you said to mm. me and Habibra and Kath mm. about you um, saying to your mum that maybe you'd like to join her. I think no, it's important no, no, you no, tell no, the no. doctor. It's okay. I, 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 no, I won't do that. Yet. No, I know you yeah. won't. I know but you I, won't. But I think I it's important, like Nigel. It, you know? I think it's important you tell your doctor that you've mm. you've thought that. Mm. Okay. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right, Nigel. Listen. I mean. Go on, listen, you take it's, care. It's, mainly, the bills are getting me down. That's the main thing. The, the, the bills can get you down, can't they? Yeah, they can. Well, listen, well, Nigel, hang in there. Mm. Try and get some sleep. Well, no, I, I don't want... I never go to sleep until uh, early morning, anyway. All right, we'll um, try it, OK? Cause you, well, like, I like to keep busy, you know. I've got washing up to do. All right, we'll go and do the washing up, if that works. Well, we'll got, speak I'm to you. I'm going to have a bit of supper, and I'm going to do the washing up. Supper at quarter to one in the morning? Are you no. a lunatic? Dear <laughs> yes, oh, God, that's breakfast! Nigel, it's good to talk to you. I had a sleep. I went to sleep earlier this evening. Nigel, it's good to talk to you. We'll speak to you later Thank in the you. week. Thank you for putting Take those videos care, on. Take care, Nigel. Take care, Nigel. Bye-bye. Thanks for that, Habiba. I appreciate that, ma'am. Anytime, uh, Ian. Uh, nice to speak yeah. to you. I haven't spent your phrases. It's, um, it's tough like that, because, listen, I, I can't give financial advice, because I'm not, A, I'm not allowed to, and B, I'm rubbish at finances. And, um... I, I try and tread very delicately around Nigel because he's obviously... Well, I'm just putting the family fortunes thing away. Vulnerable. Exa exactly. He's obviously slightly more vulnerable than perhaps the rest of us are. Or, or vulnerable in different ways. Yeah. And um, I can't say to him what I'd really like to say because... I don't know if he'd take it in, yeah, of, Ian, course he, of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't take it in. So there's no point. And, and you know, I think Nigel... Sh I, 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 what do I know? I, I think Nigel should be, perhaps be living somewhere else, okay? But that's not for me to say. It's not my call. 
Not my... Um, go on, Kath. The hope I have is that they've got those two wardens there yeah. keeping an eye on him. They know he's living there. Yeah. And there's the connection to social services if necessary. I, I'm, I wonder if they've hit that button already because... You think you see, they would. You see someone like Nigel living on their own, surely you think, I've got to phone the council up and yeah. say... There's a, there's a Do they, don't they have a juice of care to him? Exactly. Well, I don't quite know what the relationship is, really. No, I don't. Because um, I, I don't know... Well, if they're uh, allowing him to live with his mum in ward and controlled accommodation, then he's on someone's radar, isn't he? Well, also, maybe this is going on already, and we don't know about it. Maybe Nigel doesn't yeah. know about it. Who knows? But, uh, but, but I can believe that there are vulnerable people that, that, that slip through the system. Yeah. And maybe when he's in person, he appears um, more able than he does to us on the phone. It, I don't know. When Habib, when you talked about that purple form, uh, alarm mm. bells went off in my head because it didn't ring a bell with him at all, did it? And and you'd think no, he said yellow. And I know if you were dealing with someone like Nigel, you would be offering him these things. And I wonder whether this. I did reach out to him when I heard the uh, sad news. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if he took in everything that I read. Oh. I know that. Well, Nigel's, his English is a little Nigel's bit... imagination is great, and this is why I was very calmly insisting I finish sentences because he, he he sees an idea and he chases yeah. it like a dog after a rabbit and that's fine um so perhaps it, I, I get the impression it's hard for him to kind of focus on stuff Habiba you're a legend mate thank you so much for calling no up no problem I take really, care guys you too bye bye oh, she's so lovely she's great she's been phoning me for about 12 years on and off. Oh, good to know she's still listening. Ben, stay there. You'll be next. This is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Thank God, a decent radio show. The last three hours have been atrocious, an embarrassment. Stuart McConey, when he invented radios, it's not switched on. Stuart McConey, I'm doing a joke. Stuart McConey, when he invented radios, must be turning in his Radio 6 grave. That was clever. Ben is on the line. Hello, Ben. Oh, hello, mate. Yeah, just a shout out to Nigel. I just, when he said about wanting to talk to somebody, bereavement wise. Yes. When my dad died, oh, what was it, five, six years, six years ago, Cruise. Cruise Bereavement Council ah, really okay. helped, and lady did come round to the house. It's and it's, it's voluntary, it's tough, you know. Like, it? Yeah, you need you you need um, most people need someone they can who's perhaps not connected with the family or anything that they can cry in front of and pour their heart out. That's it, mate. It worked. I left it a few years. The lady actually said it was a bit peculiar. People normally phone before you know within the first twelve months. Yeah. But uh, I was too busy with the, uh, you know, substances, and that <clears throat> wasn't working. You know. Well, that puts yeah. everything on hold. That puts all the emotions yeah. on hold. And then when you stop doing the substances, you, you 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 pick up emotionally where you left off when you picked up. Mate, I was in pieces. Yeah, but Nigel know. needs, yeah, wise to. Yeah, mm. talking's great. So it, if and the lady came round every week, once a week, for I don't know about eight times. So like was it free? Hours. Yeah, completely free, mate. Wow. Yeah. Aren't there good and people they in the world? They're professional as well. They're professional. Yeah. So. Aren't there good people in the world? They're, they're fantastic people out there, my friend. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not a sycophant, Mr. Lee, but you, 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 you're a good man. Like the lady said earlier about your honesty and talking about the mental illness and stuff. And that not enough celebrities, people in the media do that. Everything's hidden away and, well, you know, unless they want to make a few quid when they write their books. Well, here's the thing. Everything. If I don't talk about it, then I feel worse and then I think that taking drugs yeah. is a good idea and suddenly I'm, I'm locked in a room watching porn for three days off my nut. I, and that, I, and that's, that's where it ends up for me. I don't want to end up there again. So I talk about it, and and luckily for me, and people seem to connect with it, and that'll do. That'll do me. But you're thank you, Ben. I appreciate. No worries, man. Anything else? No, no. All right. Another good show. Cheers, cheers, fella. Tata. Bye bye. Well, all of this makes up for seeing the atrocious. When a star is born. (laughs) That was a lousy film. It was ponderous. She was too old. For the role. Also, she'd like... Just like Neil Diamond was in The Jazz Singer. She's supposed to be an unknown, right? Yeah. But she's Lady Gaga. And I love her. She's great. And I love, you know, I love Gaga. But she's had... She's supposed to be an unknown. She's Lady Gaga. She's one of the most biggest pop stars in the world. I know, but she's supposed to be an. I know. She was being an actor. Yeah, as not being Gaga. She, she was Lady Gaga. She, she, she's supposed to be unknown. You're right. You're great to raise this she's, point. Supposed to be unknown, but she's one of the biggest pop stars yeah. in the world. But, Lady Gaga. Yeah, and Streisand was as well. No, she wasn't in it. Streisand isn't a pop anyway, singer. I couldn't get over Gaga's face because she's had her lips done. You know, there's work that's gone on, and that's mm. not what you expect from someone who's working ooh la, ooh la, in a la. restaurant. My name is Lady Gaga. Gaga. And the wigs were awful. I found them very off-putting. You know, I was checking out hairlines, but I think that's mostly because it was boring. Bradley Cooper basically does spends the the, the sixteen hours that film seems to go on for doing an impression of Chris Christopherson. Yeah, and here's another thing, a criticism from me. I liked his hair, though. I think he's beautiful. What, what do they put in there? What do men with long hair put in their hair to make it go greasy like that? Grease. Okay. Um, okay. I thought he was good, and he did good drunk acting and all that, but when he got into the lower registers of the Chris Christopherson voice... Chris Christopherson. I couldn't understand a bloody word. I couldn't hear it. It was like brown noise. That's what that smell was. <laughs> That's what that smell was. <laughs> It was just all of a sudden. And she, oh yeah, I know. I'm glad you know, love, because I haven't got a clue. Here he comes. Here he comes. They won't put any of our quotes on the poster. Come in, Paul Ross. Brown noise, Catherine Boyle. <laughs> you seen the new? Uh, what's he got? Oh, what the hell is this? I've got a producer who's very generous. Oh. She's got homemade scones, clotted cream, laced nice, with LSD. Sadly, not soft, uh, soft set strawberry jam. Would you like a half? Oh, I'd love one, but Don French would be furious with you. You know. What does she put, know? What does she put know? It on. I put the clotted cream on in place of butter. Thank you, buddy. I know. You I go. would go cream first. Have you seen? Um, okay. Have you seen the new star, A Star Is Born? Oh, no, I'd love to though. I like the original three. So, I'd, yeah. well, I've not seen the first two. I've never I, seen the Judy Garland, no, James, James Mason. I haven't. Oh, it's oh, amazing. Um, George Cukor directed Born in a Trunk. Get happy. I've not oh, seen you've got to see it. I liked the Stries and Christopherson one in the eighties. Well, the Elvis she wanted to play. She that wanted part. Elvis. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been fantastic? But then I saw it recently. and I couldn't get through it. I found it too slow, and I, I found this one too. So I was really. Oh, you've seen it? Have you already? Saw it tonight. Really disappointed with it. Do you like it? Or? I was ready to love it. I didn't. 
Even with the Bradley Cooper, which he doesn't float the boat for he you. He doesn't do it for me. Oh. But I, I could see he's, that, you know, ostensibly he's so beautiful. In it. He's beautiful but, in it. But um, he does a Chris Christopherson impersonation. Does he now? Yeah, and then he gets really low and you can't understand a word. <laughs> exactly like that. Like that Beppy whole... from EastEnders. Yeah. Hello, how you going, darling? Then... All right. First class return to Wolford. <laughs> there was a whole section where all, he'd, all he <laughs> made was this noise. <laughs> that would work for some girls and some gentlemen. Not a clue. Okay. I don't know what he's talking Hang about. Hang on a minute. Giselle is here. Good evening, Giselle. We've only got a minute. Okay. Because Paul Ross, Paul Ross sends point. me very, uh, if, we, if he doesn't get enough time, I'm going to say it, Paul. He sends me no, the Paul rudest email, the rudest emails I've ever received, calling me all kinds of names. And I always start them really prompted with just the word, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I was dis- sir, I was disappointed. I only had 45 seconds. Unpunctuality and unprofessional, uncollegiate no. behaviour. So Giselle, I don't, I, I don't want to be rude, but you've got to, you've got to pull your finger out, otherwise Paul Ross is going to email you. That was a good one. Anyway. I just want to connect the points over um, a couple of things from the oh. earlier and most recently in the show. Okay. Um, about having, uh, also having people to talk to, but having somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Because when I have been in, you know, crisis points myself, the thing that comes up time and time and again is that there isn't anywhere for people to go. And even if there is, those people don't have the resources to take it. And it's like, it should be for everybody, regardless of age and various other things and stuff. It's just like, I think it's just as important to have somebody where to actually go and a break from yeah. the cycle around you as much as who you're speaking to. I think you're absolutely right, Giselle. Um, I just wanted to say that. Now you've got somewhere to go. You hung up on me last week. I'm going to cut you off now. Remember we go. Paul Ross, I like Giselle. She's, Giselle the, <laughs> Wonderful the, name, Giselle. She's, great, she's quite a nervous caller. And then last you time have that effect on me. She was waiting for about an hour to come on, and oh. I said, "You know what would be good if, if the next caller just hung up on me?" And it was Giselle. She it did. Was, she put the phone down. It was Beautiful. so funny. She's read the playbook. She's good. She's Paul Ross, what's on your show tonight? Cannot wait for the show tonight. We are talking to the big brain boffin who's planning a city under the sea. It, first, as a holiday tourist resort, but then as somewhere people might live if you're so inclined. Also, why um, has that not been done before? That's brilliant. What a great notion. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, so there you go. We've got him coming on live, and we've also I've spoken already to the guy, but he's absolutely charming. A German ornithologist at the Max Planck Institute of Ornithology. Max Planck, of course, a quantum physicist, but also interested in nature and connections. I thought he was that comedian with a funny walk. No, that's well, that northern fella. Right, okay. Max, something that rhymes with Merchant Bank. Okay, yes. Another one. Okay, we yes. don't say that one, do no, we? No, no. Anyway, he did a remarkable thing, okay, because they wanted to get gathered data from birds in flight to help people at sea and stuff, and they could fit these tiny data returners, but they need to know the birds to come back. Pigeons, no good. They don't fly far enough. Right. He hand-reared <laughs> seven goslings. Oh. They slept with him. For months. Oh, no. Yes. He then taught them to swim with him. They imprinted on him. I know. I know. He then taught them in a, one of those little mini fly things to fly in formation behind <gasps> oh. him. Oh, He's written a brilliant book. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't always have happy endings for all the goslings. Okay. But he still visits two of them with a daughter. And what's wonderful is the fact that he had these creatures, you know, he was going through a particularly painful divorce, had a young daughter, and the goslings, and he tells it in a re- he's very, he's very kind of controlled. I'm not being xenophobic or stereotyping about the Germans, but they are, can be a bit like that clipped. But he tells you a remarkable story about what he got from this experience and how he still goes and visits the two goslings. They're not all brown bread. Yeah. A couple done them well for. Some return into the wild. Yeah. He goes and sees them with his daughter who's now seven years old. It's a wonderful story. It's always been my ambition and I, uh, to have, to had with birds imp- imprint on yeah. me. I want birds. I want you saw birds. that Tom and Jerry cartoon, didn't yeah, yeah, you? Yeah. My mama. I want oh, them to see yeah. me first. 
And think I'm their mum. In fact, there was weirdly, there was a Ted Danson film in the 90s called Fly Away Home, a fictional film, where they did exactly that thing. They taught the Goslings to go on their kind of migration. This happened for real with this guy. He's on the show after it's two. It's all Easy coming thing. up with Paul Ross. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. A busy old show tonight. We're back at ten with Josh Flanagan, the producer, director and writer of Day 5. Ta-ta!